Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, 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 and welcome to La Cosa Nostra Radio, Open Poetry with Boo and Jay. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com, allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. I want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to hang our hats, call home, and that was Boo killing the ivories again. Awesome job, Boo, and let's welcome the boss herself to the show. What's up, Virtuoso? Boo, are you there? Yeah, the phone you... phone is just stuck in today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's still sucking? I can call you back on the phone. No, no, I got it. I, you, hold on, hold on. You, you're good now. Oh, okay. We can hear you. We can hear you. All right. Let me go to the phone lines and welcome number one to the show. Hello, Sawa. Sawa, Sawa, Sawa. Oh, I'm on mute. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hi, hi. Hello, beautiful people. Hello. And uh, let's let's keep going on the phone lines and welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. How you doing, brother? Hey, Jay. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Good. Uh, Hi, Dave. We... Hi, Dave. You like hey. Howdy, howdy. You like hey, everybody. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hi. So what? <laughs> Boo's wondering if you liked uh, her version of Clocks. I did. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it was beautiful. Hey, I just I just got a brand new guitar amp the other day. I'm just beside myself with it too. It's a real spendy thing. It's made by uh, Orange Company in London, England. Hmm. Boo, your phone is really messing up. Yeah, I think you should go ahead and give us a call right back. Let me continue on the phone lines and welcome to the show, Linda. Hello, Linda. Hi, JC. How are you doing, baby? Doing good, doing good. <laughs> hey, Linda. That's great. Been waiting for tonight. Good. I'm glad. Let me also welcome Hi, to the show. Hi, hello, beautiful. Hello, hello. Sala, you're, you're going to have to introduce this next fella, so go ahead. Introduce what? Excuse me? Introduce the next fellow. I think you I think you know his name. Boo always loves to hear you say it. Oh, raconteur. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Hey, Rack, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> Lozars, I'm doing good. Yeah, Boo's gonna call right back. Her phone was messing up, so which is no surprise. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Ooh, I think I saw Randall out on the board. Yes, I did. There you go. Randall's on the board. Laughing Souls on the board. Jask is on the board. Tila's on the board. Hello to everyone out there. Good to. Good to hear you all and see you all. Amazingly beautiful people. 
And, oh, there she is. Got your back, Boo. All right. Yeah. Test, test it out. Hi, Boo. Oh, yep. Right, so. <laughs> I know you're busy as can, you're busy as all can be, but Not we right got you, Boo. Okay. Thank you. Hello. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ooh, Rocky Boo. So you came in quick. Hi, Dave. Hi, Sawa. Hi. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Boo. Hi, Boo. Hello. What? I, I, I want to start. Uh, I think we're, we're since uh, you got that amp from um, from England Orange. in the UK. Yes, uh, Dave. I think we're yes, going to sure. start with a U. We're going to start with a UK um, uh, mm-hmm. poet here. How about that? Okay. So we're going <laughs> to put good. a little Phil the poet out there. And here we go. Far out. This is a poem by Phil the Poet called Starlings. Shadows eclipse the evening sky. A thousand starlings menacingly pass by. Swooping rain clouds ready to explode. Disappear, regather, ready to reload. Chirping etch-a-sketch, magnetic filings. Wrecking havoc with moral compass stylings, darting to the east, flirting to the west, north way too cold, south still the best, deep foreboding, pressure cooker migraine, mental picture painted on a physical plane, the night comes quick, winter does strike, when summer has a sinister, icy bite, flying unison, avoiding the vanishing mark, mysterious as the raven, but not quite as dark. The gloom lifts and the sky begins to breathe. The doubt melts. No more they plant their seed. Flickering wings, strobe lights caress their mind, oblivious to everything, becoming partially blind, hiding in the darkness away from their cries, watching the starlings vanish beyond the skies. End poem. Now this is a, a very cool poem because um, I remember growing up uh, and going up through northern Minnesota and seeing the cloud. It's like it was like a moving cloud near the ground, and it, all it was was mm-hmm. a bunch of starlings coming together and just completely blocking the sun. And and you would swear that there were millions of them. And it was like a colony. And these these birds, I, I love how he goes into it because these birds actually do not have a moral compass. They're one of the rare birds that steal nests. They they drive out other yep. birds. They're really really a nasty type of bird that uh, really. Uh, yeah. I I think that he he captured it in quite an amazing way. Uh, go ahead, Dave. Add on to that. Well, yeah, starlings are really a pest bird uh, more than anything else. They're way worse than a blackbird. Um, I have them around my house, and I have to kick their ass out underneath my uh, gable ends on my roof and stuff. Uh, they want to nest there, and they and you 
swear to God, somebody swept up every twig in the yard and dumped it right below where they're building their nest. They just make a hell of a mess. They crap all over the side of the house. Um, they're they're good they're good target practice though. <laughs> That's about all I can say. <laughs> oh my. Uh. That is wild. Um, Rack, what do, what do you think? Yeah, I think Phil just gave us the bird um, in a brilliant way, though. Uh, <laughs> I, really, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, the description, uh, the, the quick comparison, what was it, to uh, to the raven, but not as dark, um, the way that they, they gather. I mean, he's got their... Um, their habits written into this in a, in a beautiful way. Um, the etch a sketch was also a beautiful metaphor. Um, uh, the, the whole the whole piece, you know, the language that he used to describe them was very engaging, and it really um, brought them to life uh, in a vivid way. Uh, it's, as usual, you know, it was an excellent poem. And Linda, what do you think? I thought it was just a, a lovely poem. Um, uh, that mark the migration and the strength of this beautiful bird. Um, they can be big pests, but if you ever watch them fly in the sky in unison, you've seen the glory of God. They are just truly a tremendous animal. And um, uh, I think he's shown how dark the sky is when the flight is, I mean, it's amazingly like a, a, a dark cloud has come over the sun but strong imagery for sure. Great right, Phil. Awesome. And Boo, what do you think? <laughs> okay. Well, it's kind of like, I like what Dave says, a tin can. Looking blind. It sounds like you're talking to a tin can. Um, yeah, I, I personally are not, am not good at nature, like poems, not my forte, but I know that he's really good. Um, and I don't know much about birds, but um, I think he describes them really well. Chippering and etch-a-sketch, magnetic filings, that's a pretty cool description. Deep foreboding pressure for migraine. You can just feel the tension building and... Uh, Sounds like these birds can like fuck you up. I don't know, <laughs> right? But that's how it sounds. They mention that bird in Silence of the Lambs. They do. Oh yes. Oh, what did you think? Oh, I I love this poem. It's timeless. We wrote it a year ago, but this kind of poem is timeless about nature for me. Um, I love flying, I love birds, I love, and it's just his description. And, and, and the word choice is incredible, the imagery, how he said, for instance, mental picture painted on physical plane. It's so true, it's t- something stays mental, stay in your head, and you just, and as um, everyone said, especially Linda said, it's glorious and really present the power and might of God. It's so true because um, the way they fly, the immigration, how. Who put this in their head? How they fly, they migrate every year, how they go, this direction is incredible. It's not like by coincidence. Um, I just love how he gave a characteristic description. It's just 
beautifully done, perfectly done, actually. And the migraine, it's beautiful to see. I see birds every night before even sunset and ducks flying by my window, so I'm lucky. <laughs> every morning and every every day I see that. I, I'm really lucky. I have a lake next to me, so I can see that too. It's beautiful. I really remind me uh, of uh, how how beautiful birds are. His, his reading is also amazing. He made it very, mo- he put lots of emotions there. If everybody is ready for a little bit more reading, I am uh, buying my time here and doing some stuff in the background, but I'm going to go ahead and play <laughs> another sound cloud from the United Kingdom. And uh, uh, this time, oh, yes, we have, we have Rick this time. So here we go. The Bottle Priest, written and read by Rick Howe. A weight to be lifted, a foul taste spat out, a confession needed. To a bottled priest, clerical collar awry, lost in communion wine, a good friend. We slur the same language, though I don't know Latin and he can't stand gratuitous ways, or so he says. And after glasses stand ready and are several times drained, Let's daub our sins on the walls, he shouts, face like a beacon fire. We'll take paints from the Sunday school. And so we do, and with bristles loosed, I paint spirals within broken circles, and feathers torn from severed wings, seas that pour through breaches, a stick Christ on a twig cross, stricken miniatures in greens, reds, blues, running and siring more diverse hues, dripping as if a spectrum bled. And he watches with reeling concern Until I'm done and turn and say well And he sighs and rubs his head It's as I feared, son, you're clearly going to hell My turn And he smears his paints over mine In stooped and angered angels Demons cowering within flesh bastions God above all austere and towering Babel as an anthropomorphic representation I hide my talent under a burning bushel He choke laughs This, this is pandemonium distilled And I, a modern bosh, unfulfilled I put my arms around his shoulders, heaving with the weight of his roll, and cajole, console, extol. You're great, though best not overthink. Let you and me take another drink, and he straightens face aglow and wine beatific, studying, assessing, remembering the shit I'd been confessing, and squints at me and slow says, Rick. We are none of us without flaws, even dare I say the Lord, De profundis, I absolve you, quick, poor. And to the detriment of tomorrow, free to accrue more sins, we drink our consciences drowned and grin. Wow. Damn. I love Holy wow, this is this is quite a fascinating write. I love the picture he, he used with the person 
passed out at the gravestone and the other person crawling next to him. This is this is quite the piece. I am just like stunned about it. It it uh, really tells the story of uh, be careful, you know, what you say. Are you really being a hypocrite and everything like that? And uh, I, I really, I really like the way this is put because it also talks about uh, the promise and the salvation, and and that none of us, none of us are, none of us are that that good. Uh, we all have the problems, and we all need to recognize and humble ourselves. But I, I really like this. Um, as a matter of fact, let me get to the phone, and I think there's a couple people that heard it. First of all, hello, sweet. Hello, Jay. Sweet. Hello, Hello, sweet. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hi, sweet. Doing good. What did you think about Rick's uh, poem there? Well, you know, this is like going to a almighty Southern Baptist revival between (laughs) the weed and the, oh, my goodness, let's just get on it and know what you're doing and, you know, I just want to get up and, and roll in tongues and hallelujah, amen, let's go, because, man, we are going <laughs> to hell. Let me tell you, I, I was blown away. I love Babel as an anthropomorphic representation because, wow, I hide on a talent under a burning bushel. He chokes laughs. I mean, it's just representation of this this amazing you know, are we human, are we not human, what is going on, the pandemonium, and he puts his arms around his shoulders. You're great, though. So that's not what we're thinking. Let's you and me take another drink. And he just tells him, you know, we're not perfect. I absolve uh-huh. you. And here we go. And they group in. And it's all fine. It's just, you know, let's go on. Let's go to hell. Let's see what we're going to do. I, I just love how it just goes through it and then ends that way. Just fabulous. All right. Let me get this. Is, let me get another co- uh, comment here and welcome Randall to the show. Hey, Randall, what do you think? Hey, guys. Hello, Randall. Uh, Hi, Randall. Good evening. Good evening. Hope everyone's Easy. doing well. Uh, this wordplay in this is just phenomenally marvelous, Jay. Um, and the depth, you can feel this thing uh, like onions and the uh, emotional metaphors are just resounding all the way through. This is a fantastic write. Well done, Rick. And Linda, what do you think? I thought it was a wonderful confession from the artistic soul of a man with darkened humor to add to the dark imagery and great metaphors uh, with lots of texture in this. This was an epic piece. Uh, I, I really liked it, Rick. And uh, Stella, what do you think? Oh, I love his writing and his uh, the way he reads it. Um, it's so deep and satire. I like how he puts himself in there. And he gradually takes us, like we want to know more and more gradually till uh, uh, the way he knows some couple of words and the questions, my turn, well and green, just how he play with the, with the words. 
a confession needed about the first. And it doesn't really necessarily apply to one religion. I think this is, again, can apply to any. And he go back to Babylon, I believe, all the way back. This is happening, always happened, continue to happen. And it's only really at the end, uh, everyone check themselves. And absolutely, God is the only one who can uh, forgive us. It's so, it's so honest. I love the Ron, Ron is on it. And he put himself there, it's not only everyone else, but it's a call for all of us. Beautifully done. And uh, Rack, what do you think? Hypocrisy and alcoholism make a perfect recipe for religion. There you go, Rack. I didn't have to say. Yeah, I brilliantly done, Rick. Brilliantly done. And um, I want to say hello to Bud out in the audience. And Dave, I'll let you have the last say on this one. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I like this uh, stanza that says, uh, "Let's daub our sins on the walls." He shouts, face like a beacon fire. We'll take paints from the Sunday school. <laughs> I, I uh, when I was a child, I had to. I was forced to go to Sunday school, okay, <laughs> and uh, and I got to sit there and listen to this old Southern uh, Methodist minister, and um, his name was uh, Reverend Cotton, too, by the way, and uh, oh, listen wow. to this this poem, yeah, and listen to this poem. It reminded me of that uh, all over again. Um, this was really, really well. Uh, it's this is classical in its in its uh, composure and and it's diction and stuff. And um, I think uh, I think Rick did a hell of a job reading this, especially. I, I was really taken with the way he read it. And, he, you know, he always puts himself down. I don't know why he does that, because he's really a good poet. And uh, I don't know, I, this, was a, this was another stellar example of his abilities as such. So um, I really liked this a lot. And... Uh, I thought it was really, really interesting. Real good storyline. Excellent, excellent. And today is going to be a little different. We're starting off with three SoundClouds, and this time we're going to play Salwa's SoundCloud. So here we go. After Rick, oh, my God. I left home. <laughs> One day, and she will go. One day, I got away. After I recognized my humanity, I hopped into the path of life to ease my state of mind. I did not take the bad days. I left them flow on the river of sorrow. I promised myself to plant a garden, and when I did, the butterfly caressed my face. I laughed while I was bleeding. It brought out the worst of memory, yet it helped me heal. The sunshine rays whispered to me, somewhere but stays are waiting for you. So I smiled, and the fallen flowers, petals reminded me not to blame myself. It is true, I am a woman who's trying to be me. Every day I thank the heaven for letting me find myself again after I lost it, my word of infinity. And I thank my Lord to have saved my soul from coexisting 
between madness and sadness for the longest time. While I was counting my rosary the dark of night, things are okay with me today. I got a job, got my life. I did not know I could ever look good after so much hard time. It was nine o'clock on Sunday morning. Staying late in bed, I heard a song say, Can you play me a memory? Now I'm sure how it goes. It's sad and it's sweet, it's life. Un jour, je me suis échappée. Après avoir retenu mon humanité, j'ai franchi les chemins de la vie pour soulager mon état d'esprit. Je n'ai pas pris les mauvais jours, je les ai laissés couler sur la rivière des douleurs. Je me suis promis de planter un jardin, et quand je l'ai fait, un papillon m'a caressé le visage. J'ai ri pendant que je saignais. Cela a fait ressortir le pire des souvenirs. Pourtant, ça m'a aidé à guérir. Les rayons du soleil m'ont chuchoté. Quelque part, les meilleurs jours t'attendent. Alors, les souris, les pétales des fleurs qui sont tombées m'en rappelaient. Je n'ai pas me blâmer. C'est vrai, je suis toujours une femme qui essaye d'être moi. Chaque jour, je remercie le ciel de m'avoir permis de retrouver mon soir après l'avoir perdu dans mon monde de folie et remercier mon Seigneur d'avoir sauvé mon âme de la coexistence entre la folie et la tristesse pendant très longtemps. Pendant que je comptais mon chapelet dans l'obscurité des nuits, les choses font bien avec moi ces jours-ci. J'ai eu un bon travail, j'ai eu ma vie. Je ne savais pas que je pourrais un jour avoir une bonne mine après tant de moments difficiles. C'était 9 heures dimanche matin, après une grasse matinée. J'ai entendu la chanson dire... Mm -hmm. Peux-tu me jouer un souvenir Maintenant, je suis sûre de savoir comment ça se passe. C'est triste et c'est doux. C'est la vie. Un poem. He said, son, can you play me a memory? Not really sure how it goes. But it's sad and it's sweet and I knew it complete. When I wore a younger man's clothes. Oh, I love it. I love this. So you, um, <laughs> you go, Rack. Yeah, you uh, really grabbed a hold of the heart and soul of what you were trying to do. You brought it in there. I love how you used um, some of the lyrics. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like um, uh, waking up. And once again, you're in a dream and you hear this song playing and uh, you have such a positive attitude towards everything. I really love how you put that. And it's a great little tribute and a great little way to put this. Uh, wonderful, wonderful job. Let's start the comments Thank you, with Linda. Linda, what do you think about this? 
Shawin never fails to amaze me. Um, this was just a lovely, lovely write. So lovely and hopeful. The emotions fill the page with triumph from your heart. And it's so heartfelt and divine. Um, I love the divinity of it. You, you, you take what was worse in your life and you wrap it all up in a garden and, and bloom your happy, the happy part of your life. You know, and you grow, you, you're growing your, your, um, positive, uh, points of, of your being instead of dwelling on the, the wretched symbolism of your past. So I just thought this was just absolutely beautiful. And I love the, the way you read it with the music behind. It gave it such a warm kind of, Sad but loving flow to it. So um, I I just think this was absolutely gorgeous. Thank you, Sawa. Thank you, Linda. I love your your comment. Thank you, my dear friend. And I want to remind everybody before we move on that if anybody needs to read and run, please message me on All Poetry, and I'll get you in as quickly as I can. Uh, Randall, what do you think about that, brother? Well, I really um, love the enduring beauty of this, but I think what grabbed me more uh, was, I think what everyone's alluding to, um, is the depth of the emotional vulnerability displayed here. Um, it's quite riveting, and it had like a raw elegance to it that I really admired. Well done, Derek. Thank you, Andrew. And Rack, what do you think? Yeah, almost as beautiful as Sawa herself. Um, oh. I, 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 I like I like the way um, you know there, there's a spiritual to this, but it's not like beating us over the head with it. Um, and it speaks to me of, you know, your aspirations of always trying to, to better yourself and not sitting on your laurels and taking your situation and, and, and looking at, you know, how it positively affects you and, and, and you know, the, the, how lucky we, we all are, um, you know, trying to be you um, and, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's a beautiful thought and, you know, there's people that are going to look at it and say, uh, make you try, try and make you feel like it's not enough. And those are the ones who are truly blind because, you know, uh, anyone that can't accept who you are just, just can't see. Um, this, this was lovely. Thank you. And Dave, what do you think? Well, I really like this. Um, you know, I, I, I'll have to throw in with what everybody else said about it. Um, you know, there's a lot of us, uh, a lot of people nowadays, not us, but a lot of people nowadays that like to wallow in their own despair, and they, they don't want to pull themselves up, you know, even if they could, they don't want to. And um, what I liked about this was the the uh, the getting rid of um, her bad times and, and all, of, all of the things that she doesn't want to dwell on. She just put them on a boat and sent them down the river. <laughs> can't beat that and um it, you know it's, some people say well that's easier said than done no it isn't you just do it you either you either drown in your own sorrow or you get rid of it you know and and uh 
I think that uh, I think Saltwood did a really good job. I love the way this woman writes. I love the way she reads. I love the sound of her voice, um, and um, I like the positive uh, vibes that I get from her all the time. So uh, I just think this was stellar. Good job, Selma. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you so much. And sweet, what do you think? Um, it's um, there's an old saying that says when the pain gets you right, great, there has to be change. And the example of that is a a flower when the bud gets so tight it has to bloom. And this is what I see in this. When you use the line, um, I let my emotion go and I, and I was bleeding. I, that's what I, it reminds me of, is the budding of the flower. It was so tight that you had to bloom. And and that's how I feel. It, it You let such emotion out because the pain was so great. So it's watching you go from that pain to that bloom. And that emotional journey is right in here. And I just felt it to my core. I think it's absolutely stunningly beautiful. Thank you, Sushi. Appreciate it. Appreciate you all. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome comments, everybody. I think what we'll do next is uh, she's been very excited about this show, and I'm kind of excited to see what you got for us, Linda. So you are oh. up next. <laughs> Thank you. Just something a little different tonight. I call it heavy sigh. The flowers were lovely that day. That day I sat there daydreaming of you. You were a bloom of beauty swaying in the wind. And like the petals on the roses that fell gently to the ground, I counted them as the days we've been apart. Your petals brushed against my skin and made me sigh. I bent to smell your scent and became enchanted. Your fragrance filled the air and made me swoon with delight. I loved you more right then than ever before. You are my garden. In poem. Oh wow! This is this is so cool. This is like, um, man, this is this is like uh, just somebody you think of and it's uh, so endearing to you, and you you bring them so much so forth that they're growing within your sight, and you you just plant and put stuff into them, and uh, this could be a child, this could be a lover, this could be pretty much uh, some amazing people around you, but uh, each seed that you throw into them is a seed that helps make them grow, makes them turn into something better. And I love the way you put this. Um, Salwa, what did you think of Linda's oh uh, poem? Oh, I love this. Thank goodness. I said, not naughty tonight. No, I really love this, Linda. It's just so... You're very, you, you have such a big heart, and it shows in your comments, it shows in your writing, it really does. And this is, does in this one as well. Uh, I love how you uh, introduce us, like you take us back to this moment, like how you felt the flowers were beautiful and how this made you dream of that person. And I agree with this, yeah, it could be a really person, someone uh, it could be read sensual, it could be read um, like someone who's so close, a friend. It could be read in so many different ways, which is beautiful. He left it for us, you know, to, to to really take it whatever way we want. And um, 
your bloom of beauty swung in the wind. Just their expression and the imagery, like the petals of the roses that fell gently. There's so much gentleness and delicateness in this in this um, first one. Um, and you keep, like you repeat words, but you take it a different direction. You say again, petals brushed against my skin and made me sigh and the smell you scent and become enchanted. You put, you also awaken all the lot of emotion and sensation, the scent and the color and the feeling, just beautiful. Uh, I really love it. A beautiful garden. Who would not love this poem. And, uh, it's incredible. That's another poem going to be. Today I'm I'm clicking on the front page. That's one. Not naughty anymore. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. This has been teasing. I love to see I you. I love you, sister. Oh, I, I love you, too. And the amazing poem. And Rack, what do you think? This is this was nice, Linda. Um, I really appreciated the metaphor. Unfortunately, in the Garden of Life, I'm a blooming idiot. So, uh, <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, so I had my family tree traced and found out I was the sap. No, um, I, I, I like this. Rat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll behave. I'll behave. Uh, the, 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 poem, the poem was gorgeous. Um, plants uh, lend themselves as a beautiful metaphor for relationships in life. Um, I, I like the reference to the, to the seeds and everything and how things grow. Um, the only thing I, I didn't see was, you know, you didn't mention roots, but, you know, you didn't need to, um, you know, you, the way you talk about this is, is just gorgeous, um, you know, and, and the thought of, of, you know, calling someone your garden, um, you know, that, that speaks so, so much on so many different levels. Um, this is, this is a beautiful poem and, and um, you know, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> undeserving of, of, of my levity. So <laughs> I'll behave. <laughs> no, that was great. Thank you, Rat. Very nice comment. Thank you. And and Randall, what do you think? Uh, I thought this was just stunning. It's a excuse me, a testimony to a planting good seed, which you're able to reap. Um, and a garden is just a gracious metaphor to do that. You did it quite well, Jerry. Well done. Thank you, Randall. And I love what Laughing Soul just put out there for you, Linda. Linda, this is why you are my soul sister. You are sensitive. You are loved, my friend. This poem is such a soulful piece to feel your heart breathe in the boulevard of memories, to feel the one you can't hold at that moment. You were a bloom of beauty swaying in the wind, and like the petals on the roses that fell gently to the ground. I counted them as the days we've been apart. Loved it. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, I'm going to get one. Thank you, sister. uh, Boo, what do you think of this? She might be busy, so just wanted to check that out. So um, I'll, I'll let Sweet have the last say on this. My favorite line in this poem is, I bent down to smell you and became enchanted with your, with, um, became enchanted with your scent. Um, I love the word enchanted because this is what this is all about. 
um, this poem is enchanting, it's endearing, it has everything I would want to be for someone um, to be their garden, which is sustenance and life and feed and smell and a place of peace. So if anybody wants to write a poem like that for me so I could become all of that to them, <laughs> I would love it. Um, I, it's stunning and beautiful. And of course, Linda, you know how I feel about your poetry. Um, it's brilliant. Thank you, Sweet. Don't let him hear you say that. He'll write a poem about planting you. Ah, well, you know, that's good for me, too. So. <laughs> all right. Sweet. You're on the board. Okay. Thank you. And, of course, my dogs are going to say All right. Um, this is Perception. Do you see me? Do butterflies still flutter in stomachs that drip with acid rain? Can smiles meld with gunmetal, shine on burnt faces with full pain? Answers freeze to dissolve teardrops on cherry cherub cheeks, shield against chapping in the shadows of self-retreat. Orbital reflections from a stranger's face create fairy tale kindness crumbles to fate as the screams within the synapses crackle between the bridges of shame and disgrace. Extinguished fireballs of desire no longer rain. Glaciers float in frozen veins. Ice crystals shred the bone and off-key sounds of a two-pronged saxophone. Voice of an angel speaks in poetic tones. Ears listen to the devil's rhetoric in palindromes. Confusion spins on rusty subway turnstiles, and self-esteem's vomit yellow vile. Eyes and mirrors stare back on repeat, believer of hope crushed by defeat. The cruelty of knowing the internal history tells no white lies. It rots within the core, leaving no mercy. And poem. I'll tell you what, this is a, this is one of those happy, happy pieces. Yeah, you always write, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I really love this. I love your, I love your dark uh, undertones within this. I think that really got me in the first stanza when you mentioned the gunmetal, and then you turned around and uh, you mentioned self-retreat and Bottom line, that describes uh, soldiers, that describes military uh, personnel who have been to war, that describes the veterans. And, you, you know, you, you know, you probably didn't mean to do that, but still, you, I could feel that within these, these words. This is someone who's been hurt, someone who's gotten the pain, and someone who has seen much more than they should have ever seen and it just rips and tears, and the war stops, uh, doesn't end when they leave the war zone, but it continues with inside of themselves. And I see that within your words here. So absolutely amazing, amazing job at what you brought forward. Uh, Dave, you get the first day on this. Oh, boy. Man. Well, I, you know, the first thing that struck me outside of the storyline 
was the the really cool way that she rhymed this, the rhyme and meter on it, and and uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, it almost reads like a pre-verse, and then and then you go down a couple of lines, and wham, it it comes back around and and rhymes with with a couple previous lines above it. Um, I really like that. Uh, the storyline was really outstanding. I agree pretty much with what you had to say about that, um, the storyline in it too, uh, Jay. Um, it almost it almost seems to me kind of like this poem is searching for some sort of closure on on something that's 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 bad that's happened to, to her. And um, I don't know. Um, sometimes you can go for a lifetime and never get any closure on anything. And uh, that, that can be its own uh, special kind of hell, you know, I, I guess. Um, the uh, metaphors and, and the adjectives and stuff that are used in this are really outstanding. Uh, oh, boy, I don't know where to start on it. It's just it's all... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's just great. It really is. And... Um, extinguish fireballs of no desire, uh, of desire no longer rain glaciers float in frozen veins, ice crystals shred the bone in off-key sounds of a two-pronged saxophone. That's really cool. That's really neat. I really like it. Uh, outstanding poem. Way to go, sweet. Just really Thank cool. Thank you. Really cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Randall, what did you think? Well, uh, me, this piece, um, the imagery here, uh, we paint the cast of shadows. I put this in a comment, leading us uh, down the corridors that will eventually defeat the soul. Um, quite powerful in its image, in, its, in the emotion, in the imagery of the emotion here. Um, grab me. Well done, Jeff. Thank you. And Rack, what do you think? Oh, I, I love I love this poem. Um, I'm getting around to, to have, making a, a best of sweet folder, and this was the one that 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 made me uh, really, you know, want to start a collection. Um, I, <laughs> the, the 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 metaphor in this, like everyone mentioned, is just, you know. Genius. Um, I threw uh, my, my favorite one on the board, but, you know, I, I had commented on this in the past, too, about, you know, the way some people see it and, and everything. Um, I'm constantly mentioning um, that, that yellow bile in, in your writing style because you suck us in with the beautiful imagery, and then you turn around and, you know, oh, yeah, she's talking about throw-up, you know? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um, you know tragically beautiful uh, the, the way and and uh, you you wield that well because you know you engender such a feeling of of empathy and, and beauty and, and um, tenderness and then you turn it around and you like just stab it in the heart <laughs> and, and and that's really you know what you're describing what you went through which makes it so brilliant. And you know, I really appreciate that about writing. Well, well done. Thank you. Wonderful comment, um, Linda. What do you think? Well, sweet always brings it to the table, and I just thought, you know, our dreams can bring us down, and this emotional way of writing just brought 
to life a desire to see yourself in a better light. Um, you always take me on journeys of such interesting tones, and metaphoric structure kills this page. Um, you rocked it, sweet, and I, I, I really am. I really am liking this. So thank you for sharing it with us all. Thank you. And Salwa, you get the last comment. Oh, I, I just love this kind of darkness, even though it's so sad. Not scary one. This is different. There's so much emotion in there. The details of um, of it you cannot. You you be touched deeply. You can't. You, you I mean, you, you, just listening to your voice of itself and reading. And I agree with everyone. The the imagery is really outstanding. And um, just and then it gets tenser and tenser. There was someone described the pain, the details of the emotion and the pain that absolutely um, only you went through. But yet, um, you are a believer of hope, but you're crushed by defeat and the clarity of knowing the internal story. Just so much in there. Um, really uh, leaving you no mercy. So sad, but uh, very powerful and very moving. It really moved me deeply. And this is another one that I just put. Oh, I'm start putting uh, the ones that I said on front page. Yours is there. You hopefully, will be there. I recommend it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my pleasure. All right. What I'm going to do? What I'm going to do is I, I I brought a really short brevity here, um, and this is this is called I've I've been trying to go back into my uh into my um uh poems and seeing um which ones that I um have not been uh, read that often so I I'm 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 br- trying to bring more and more of them out that uh I I just um thought I'd uh, bring out and this one is called Intensify It goes like this I feel my heart race with each moment. The adrenaline builds just as my heart takes over. I am no longer me, but that which is but in the moment. Intensify. End point. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Linda, what do you think of that one? Um, For brevity, it was excellent. Um, I love the point you made at the end, but that which is, but in that moment, in the moment, um, uh, I could see where where that would take you. Um, I I think that this was a great little piece, JC. Um, you really killed it. Thanks for sharing it. Thank you. Rock and Randall. Ah. Uh. I thought it was a strong message delivered in a quite a short power punch. Well done, brother. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, wow. Um, we all make decisions in a moment, and uh, regardless of what may be going on around us, it's, it's in our face, especially in a fight or flight moment. And this kind of takes me into your military world, and you know, my heart takes over. I'm no longer me, but that which is in but that moment intensifies. 
imagination and, and what you were going through and uh, the decision you made. But that That's what it was, and I, I think there's a lot behind this, Bradley, and bravo to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And Dave, my friend, what do you think? Oh, thank you, Boo. Um, this really, really registered with me. Um, I was in the, I was a soldier myself, and um, there comes a time when your when your limits uh, kind of outweigh your your patience or, or uh, your um, grace, I guess. And um, it it sometimes it, unless you're a really powerful individual. It takes a lot to keep that under control, and um, the English has such a wonderful phrase for that. It's called grace under pressure, and um, that's what this reminds me of is that phrase, and um, I really admire somebody that has that kind of self-control. Um, I don't know if I have it anymore, <laughs> but uh, that's what that's what I took away from it, you know. <laughs> I mean, if somebody gets in my face... You know, they just better back the, back the fuck up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, uh, but I like the bitch. fist in there. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got out of it, Jay. I like this. It was good, man. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Thank you, know, you get to the point where just, you're over it, just fucking over it. I feel you. Now, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I love how... Um, it's really hard, like when I think of you, try to bring feelings that you really felt to describe it and make us feel what you felt. It's really not an easy thing to do, but you really succeed in here. How you do with the details is short but powerful and to the point. I feel my heart race with each moment, uh, and then how the adrenaline builds and you take your heart takes over. It's so, and then my, and not longer me. That's what stayed with me. But which is but in the moment. I can't imagine when um, I like I like what David was honest. It can be like this. I can imagine what all oh, the soldiers have to go through. This, 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 there's fear. There is the fear, the pain. And you did describe it very, very well. And um, this is well done, you see. Really well done. Intensify, definitely intensify. And Linda, and then Randall, you'll be next. Get your poem ready. Oh, I already commented. Oh, you already did. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> but I could comment again. No, I love <laughs> it. I, I think was, you got everybody, was, Boo. It, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you did a cool job, Jay. Can I get Rick? No, well, you didn't, but... Um, Rick? Yeah, uh, no, that, that's, that's all right. I was quietly sitting in the corner. Well, you know, un- unless I could put myself down. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, Jay, I-, I-, I love I love your use of language, and-, and you always bring it, especially with the brevities, um, you know. Uh, and, and I have to be a little pedantic and, and kind of tease Linda a little bit. She said this was great for a brevity. This is great for any, any like, poem. <laughs> but, yeah, um, right. I-, I really... Appreciated it and the, and the message and, and I'm all, I'm only you know kidding you Linda you know um, it, 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 it's it's funny how some people will make a distinction about something like that you know it, it, it's 
it, stri- it strikes me, you know, that he can say so much in a brevity, but at the same time, it's like, you know, well, yeah, it's a brevity. You kind of have to. So um, you, you, you did a brilliant job with this, Jay. Um, you really did. And, um, you know, this is an example of, of you know, beautiful use of language and, and um, expression of, of um, your, the, the message you're trying to get across. I really enjoyed it. I like what Joel said on the board, JCA, I am no longer me, speaks about jackals breaking and freeing caged emotions, intensifying every cell. Great brevity. True, true. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Rock and Randall, you ready? You got a link to drop, Randall? Yeah, I'll put it on the board. All right, thank you, brother. There you go. Uh, this is a uh, a fresh one from Delta Diaries um, called Sunday in Tangible Forms. You cut gracefully across a ripple of whispers, sneaking past these secret windows with quiet sails and seamless stalls, skirting the sharp outcrops of Diablo's jagged throne as sheep with spring shears graze upon delta levees surrounded by panoramic views, begging escape into everywhere, soaring with their rich textures and seductive serenades, dressed in ivory tangles, now dancing on rolling keyboards, cozy like entangled spirits rising above a spill of caustic waters. While I dream through a southern maiden freed of cliff-hanging doubts, yet filled with pregnant yearnings and a tumble of constant surf. Together we cry in the absence until the marriage's circular movements can swirl into the heart of tomorrow and seldom look back on the face of emptiness, sharing turbulent waves with today's hidden smiles. End of poem. This is absolutely stunning, brother. Yeah, this is this is phenomenal. I love how you took this. Um, there are so many things that are interwoven here, um, and, and uh, ultimately, gosh, I don't even know where to start because because I see so many uh, hidden messages within there, and that I'd like people themselves to grab out of there and and you know i see them too uh randall um but uh definitely definitely a wonderful poem that talks about life choices and there's going to have to be those choices made for people and uh who are you going to listen to when you make them I'll just put there it that way. There you go. Yeah, there's right. a few nuggets. All right. Thank you, brother. Yep. No problem. Uh, would love to get a comment here. Let's start with Linda. Linda, what do you think about this? Well, it was beautiful for number one, Randall. You have a way with words. Um, I'm always surprised when you read your poetry how lovely it is. And the imagery here was cool and full of emotion. Um, I liked the cozy, like entangled sparks, writhing above a spill of caustic waters while I dream through a southern maiden freed of cliffhanging doubts, 
yet filled with pregnant yearnings in a tumble of constant surf. That was just a stellar uh, a verse. Um, I think you did a great job all throughout this. Um, a lot of emotions. Uh, and, yeah, and, and I liked it a lot. So thank you for sharing it. Oh, thank you, dear. Much appreciated. And Dave, what did you think? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'd like to do this in a, in a blues tune. I think it, it, I think it would fit into a blues thing. It has uh, minor keys written all over it, <laughs> I think. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I like, I, I agree with what everybody else said about it. Um, I have to, this is one of these kind of poems I have to go back over and read it a couple more times so it penetrate through my thick skull, but, um, I, I, I like the, uh, I like the message in it. <laughs> and, uh, I, I really think it's a, uh, very picturesque poem. Uh, it's very colorful. Um, I love the adjectives and the, uh, metaphors that you used in it. Um, just an outstanding job. Well done. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. Rack, what do you think? Yeah, um, certain words kind of have emotion um, connected to them for me, and you know, you hit you hit a lot of high notes with this. Um, uh, uh, damn my eyes! Um, what'd you say? Something uh, was it pregnant. Pregnant uh, something, I mean, the, the, just the way the way you string a lot of these words together, kind of amplified the emotions for me of, of what you were talking about. You know, your dreams and, and pre- pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you combine those two words together, um, it, it, it takes on a beautiful meaning too. Um, you know, um, the, the way the way you string a lot of these words together it just amplifies the message that you're talking about you know your dreams and everything else this, this is absolutely stunning um you know the, the, the setting and everything it, the, the serenity of it all and and you know you, you bundle that all up and, and you and you give us um something to really um think about and um you say it in such a, in such an eloquent way thank you father i appreciate that um I really do. Thanks so much, guys. And Boo. Yeah, this is really beautiful. I mean, from the heart, um, the whole thing, I like the piano there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Seems to be, well, for me, about finally things coming to fruition, about dreams that you've had, or plans that you've had, finally you see through the bullshit, you see through the, the layers of uh, the sheets and the clothing and <clears throat> reach that dream that you want to reach to and uh, that happiness that you are looking for or have been looking for and to share it with someone, a special someone that really does know you and accepts you. That's what I see, and it's very beautiful and poetic. <laughs> Thank you, dear one, for your gracious comment. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. All right. From here on, we're going to go. You know, we started the show in the United United Kingdom. Let's move the show over to India now. So let's uh, play Laughing Soul. And here we go. This is called Freedom. Freedom, a poem by Laughing Soul. Freedom, a hole with the scent of thousand jasmines. Those drenched in her nectar, 
swear to love her is no sin. She waits in a corner in shackles and chains, yet smirking haughty at every man in those dungeon lanes. Wonder I, when debates the world, who is a slave, we to her, or she who sits naked and curled? Freedom, my friends, lured us in sages, a thirst unquenched with desires and golden cages. A woman, a child, a mind in distress, all howled and begged for her bosom to caress. But lo, the tyrants with sharp-edged swords, to their greed call her a cursed whore of the lords. And boom. Oh, wow. This is, this, this is powerful. Um you look at the picture that she she picked uh, a chained up woman and i believe she ended up writing to this picture uh let's see yep image credit well either way if she wrote to this or she chose the picture to her words i think that they still talk a, a, a marvelous uh story because who is really a slave are we a slave to what the world has or this world a slave to us where is the slavery coming from slavery is all over this place bottom line and what we do at times and what we desire at times we make ourselves the slaves of those things and we need to be very careful of what we chain ourselves to and what we tie ourselves to and I think that that is that is the point behind this poem and I think it tells a great point overall mm -hmm. I, I really like that uh, Randall I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, start with the comments on this well some of the, the word phrasing here uh, is incredible here Freedom is a whore with the scent of a thousand jasmine. Those drenched in her nectar swear to love her. There's no sin. Um, and this one here, uh, she waits, well, the next line in a corner in shackles and chains, yet smirking, haunting at every man in those dungeon lanes. Incredibly emotionally powerful phrasing here. I love the way this played out. Um, and the delivery in this gorgeous brother. Well done. Well done. Uh, Dave, what did you think? Well, I had to agree with what you had to say about it, uh, Jay. Um, and one of the one of the things that I really liked what you said about it was that um, we have to be careful about who we. Um, I don't know, agree with or want to hang out with. Um, it, what it comes down to is, is being able to think for yourself and not just by, you know, whatever's painted on the wall by society or, and, and, you know, you know, it's all the cute little slick buzzwords that fly around all over the place today. Um, oh my God. And insane and all that kind of shit. Um, but I, I really liked the first, uh, Quant, uh, couplet here. Freedom is a whore with the scent of a thousand, of thousand jasmine. If you're if you're not free, then 
it it smells like you know to be free would be <laughs> would be uh, sweet like a thousand jasmine I guess those drenched in her nectar swear to look to her love is no sin. Uh, this is really uh, really outstanding. Um, a lot of nice uh, thought went into this poem, I think. And uh, but lo, the tyrants with sharp-edged swords to their greed called her a cursed whore of the lords. <laughs> I really like those two lines in the in the last uh, couplet there. That's really nice. Well done. This this lady's really a, a, a outstanding poetess. Absolutely. Sawa, I was going to go to you next. <laughs> yes, I I agree with you, David. She's an outstanding. The wording and her right, I mean, uh, she's a free spirit. I love about her, she's a free spirit. <laughs> and, I, and she definitely, that's why I like this topic, freedom, because she's a free spirit. And the imagery, you can take it so many ways. It could be about the freedom of so many, really in general freedom of everyone that we that it's granted everyone to take it for granted or freedom of not being attached to something it's just, you really can take it so many ways and that's what I like it and her description the intensity and the repetition of wording but playing with it differently the freedom in a in a hole with a scent freedom my friends ruled us since ages it's always there it's been always there it will always be there thirst and quench within desire in golden cages. And I agree with you. Um, you see, you said how it chain us. Uh, like if you have these desires that can chain us, if we uh, let them chain us. So it's really a choice we make. Um, incredible. I mean, a really great, really, a great imagery in the playing of uh, with the world. The, uh, the imagery, the metaphor of, of the whole is incredibly smart and brilliant. Uh, I, she's an outstanding poetess, absolutely well done. And this is one you need to be in, and also on front of the DM. I'm clicking all, all of you today. I'm in the mood. <laughs> there you go. Linda, what do you, you think? Sorry. Linda, are you? No, there my you lovely go. laughing soul is a is a marvelous poetess. Um, she never fails to just thrill me with her work. Um, this was a very chilling write, and you have some some imagery here that is wicked cool and awesome storytelling, along with metaphoric excellence, make this an awesome write. Freedom is always just a breath away. It can be bought, it can be paid, but it depends on who you're dealing with. You know, you have to watch out who your friends are and who your enemies are. But freedom's there if you want it. You just have to, you know, you have to, uh, you have to look for it and behind the corners and 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 drapes and and you know, in your heart, freedom is a, a thing in your heart as well. Um, you can be totally free and be caged in your heart and. And that's almost worse than than being caged is to have your heart um, without desire and, and and without love. But um, I think this poem uh, brings out the 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 hauntingness of freedom, and I think she did a fantastic job on it. Thank you, my sister, for sharing this. 
And Boo, you get the last say on it, and then we're going to put your piece on the board. I think, well, I'm looking, well, I mean, to me, what she's saying is freedom's there if you allow yourself to be free. But we get stuck in the chains of the hamster wheel and everything else that we do and all the shit that we don't need to do or don't worry about, worry about think, think about it, just saying let yourself be free and then you will be free, you know what I mean? And I love the freedom as a whore with a scent of a thousand jazz and rinse the neck everywhere. <laughs> Whoa, that's just an opener right there. <laughs> Holy shit. And this is very powerful. Good stuff. All right. And Boo, you're on the board. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I don't breath. Okay, this is called I'd Rather Have Nostalgia Than Nothing At All. Nostalgia refuses to be erased from my damaged Nina Kava. He's become the air I breathe, yet manages to leave me constantly breathless. Uh, undressed insecurity so delicately and told drown willingly in your embrace. Glorious butterflies take flight between bursts of weightless pirouettes. Press neglected lips against mine allow time to take a reprieve, darling. As the reds and greens of traffic lights caress our crimson cheeks, Passing silently in the lonely night. Please take my hand in yours. Hold my weary heart uh, in the other. Euphoric, want to drown in the taste of you. Here I can't help but find myself. A metamorphosis on a grand scale. No more resuscitation required. For the first time in my manic existence, I shall confidently exhale because you love me too. And poem. The heart never forgets. (laughs) Never gives up the territory marked off for those who came before. What a clever way to put that quote right there, Boo. Uh, You really uh, drew from your heart, and you always do draw from your heart, and you always hit those emotions left and right. Excellent job. Um, Let me get the comment from... Oh, Dave, I've got to start with you. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, this, this Boo has a has exponential. Um, oh, what's the word I want? Um, she is exponentially blessed with enthusiasm, with desire, with uh, all of the things that I really appreciate in people. And um, I don't know if there's a man on the planet that could love Boo. Adequately, you know. I mean, she's she uh, she's just she's she's just a mega woman, you know. And, and I respect her for that. And she's she's honest and and uh, she doesn't uh, she doesn't take any shit, you know. And you know that's uh, and, and this whole poem just uh, says that in a more eloquent way than I'm putting it. But um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I like Boo. She she she's right on my same page. She's always on my wavelength, and uh, she's a loyal lady, and and I really dig her. And I think this was one of the best poems that she's done in a long time. And I'm going to put it on my page too. So, <laughs> well done, my friend. Thank you, Dave. Oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Bella. Oh, this is an. Um, uh, it's like a. Your writing, what amazed me, your writing changed. 
like you really change. You, you just love how you mm-hmm. you can do that. And um, and here's one of them. I'd rather have nostalgia than nothing at all. This is, could be a poem by itself. <laughs> just the title, literally. Uh, and then you go in deep and explain how. But you're not gonna have nothing at all. That's not true. I know. <laughs> you will not, not have <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> and um, but. Uh, it's just like beautifully, just honest again, yet managed to be constantly breathless. And there's so you said delicately, it is delicate. Until I, I uh, drawn willingly in your embrace, close, it's romantic, but the flight takes flight. There is the nostalgic feeling that you talked about in the beginning, it's there, you can feel it. Because you keep saying, please take my hand in yours, hold me, weary heart in the other, etheric, one to draw in the place. There is this nostalgic the desires and feeling that you put there beautifully. and uh, But you have confidence. I said confidently, exhale, because you love me too. Wow. That's the one I at the ending. Um, whoever reads it in the beginning thinks, you know, um, this is something just, but there's confidence. And uh, at the end, you close it with such confidence and hope. Beautifully done. And this is another one, Beyond the Soundscape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm having fun with this today. <laughs> My <study. laughs> That's what it's about. And Randall. Well, this is a, uh, this is just gorgeous. Um, I think what grabs me the most on this is the triumphant uh, call of hope and the power of love that those separations by whatever temporary standards keep things apart as we uh, go through the day um, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. This right here can get us through for the time in my maniac existence. I shall confidently exhale because you love me too. And sometimes that's all that's needed to get one through a day. Um, Simply stunning. Well done, Bill. Uh, thank you, Randall. Thanks a lot. And Linda, what do you think? Boo, boo, boo. What a lovely <laughs> job you did. <laughs> no, such such grand Linda, emotion Linda. in this fills the, fills the page with, you know, sometimes it's better, dreams are better than the reality of it. Um, yeah. I, I, and dreams and memories you can form over time so it fits the puzzle of your life um i don't know if you're getting me um memories are new with all the facts and and everything's not to our liking but we can change that around in our dreams and our memories and we fill it for full things that 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 consume us with love and and yearning and 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 positivity and which might not have been there without without our imaginations but i think you did a very imaginative job on this and um uh, i i really like it um i think i'll put it on my recommended too you really did a good job on this Thanks, Linda. And and rock and tour. 
Yeah, I mean, this is outstanding, Boo. Um, the, the the title um, itself reminds me of um, uh, "Tis Better to Have Loved and Lost Than to Have Never Have Loved at All." Um, you know, nostalgia, uh, the the memories of of, the, of those feelings. Um, but you know, it's in a, it's in a broader scope because you're not just talking about love; you're talking about life itself. And then when you talk about your manic life, I mean, anyone that knows you, <laughs> two jobs, three jobs. I mean, you can't get much more manic than that. It's it's like, when do you freaking sleep? I mean, Jesus. And and then you know, right, right. You know, it's it's so descriptive of someone that that just you know can't find the time. They're constantly bouncing around. Um, and and then the the closing thought of you know knowing that that they loved you. Um, just wraps it up in a beautiful little bow, you know, because that that's really all we ever want is to be loved by someone, you know. We want we want that special person or like um Lady A likes to put it a soft place to land. Um, you know, it, it's you don't have to worry about being judged or or anything. You're just you. And you know, that that's ultimately, you know, what we're all looking for, I think, and you know, it it's it was beautifully written. Thank you, Rack. All right, and I know Momo is listening. Momo, we're going to get you here in a second. I've got to upload your audio, so what I'm going to do is play a little bit of Budo beforehand, and then we will get you right in there afterwards. So hold on. Hold on, everybody. Let me get to Budo. Uh, He is out on the board, so hello, bud. Great to see you out there. And boom. Here we go. I'm falling. 
snow exception here. There's movement, lyrics that everybody can relate to, uh, and it's phrasing are just top notch. Just another stellar song by Bud. Well done, brother. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, I like the melody and the the, uh, syncopation to it. Um, Of course, the words were great too. Um, but is a good songwriter, I think, and um, he's a good musician as well. So, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Awesome, awesome comment. Uh, Linda, what do you think about that? Well, I I so love Bud's music. Um, he just does some really cute stuff, but this was lovely. And I want to say it's glad to see you back, Bud, but I don't know if you've been missing but I, I don't remember seeing you last week. Anyway, um, it was this was magnetic with the lovely force that it, it watched it like in my mind. I want to hear it over and over. Um, and all I can say is you beat it all with this one. And and besides that, I love the sonnet um, uh, makeup of, of of this poem. It's it's like a great big a great big sonnet. So, um, yeah, but I, 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 I really love this, this song. Good job. Hey, Boo, what do you think? Um, well, you know, I must be out of my mind to try this one more time. How many times have we thought that? <laughs> We're never going to try it again. We give up. We're never going to go there again. We're over it. And then do it again. And again, <laughs> and then he thinks he's going insane, taking all the blame. A lot of times it doesn't work out. We, we um, think that we're at fault. We blame ourselves. Um, 
and then it's too good to ever want to leave. That's when you know you're addicted or you're really in love, one or the other, because it's just too damn good. You <laughs> don't want to walk, but he has to. Um, and he doesn't want to hear the words that she's going to say. I think it's what he says, I'm so afraid of the words. Uh, I think he's going to say it means he doesn't love him anymore, not in love with him anymore. And those are like some of the worst words you can hear. So very yeah. mean, but oh, those are, nobody wants those words, but they hurt. Go ahead, go ahead, Rack. Yeah, um, I love his word choices in this because um, the, the the turn of phrase when you say you're over your head, um, you mean that you're out of your depths. You know, you're you're um, bit off more than you can chew. But when you're over someone's heart, um, it's almost like saying that um, after you break up, you're over it. So um, that 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 use of that turn of phrase um, kind of changes the meaning for me in this. Um, I, I really appreciate the, the words in this, and, and, and the melody is always lovely. You know, Bud can sing the shit out of this, and uh, he did a great job with it. And Salwar, you get the last say yeah. on this. Oh, I, I, I love Budo's writing. This is a collaboration, by the way. The lyrics are not by Budo, it's by CRL17, and he did the music and the singing. Amazing lyrics. It looks like Buddha's, right, everyone? I mean, he's a, the romantic uh, singer. Definitely you could go for him. But I love the lyrics. I love how he delivers. Um, very gentle. There is this yearning to, to start all over again, as Boo said, again and again. Um, it's, uh, even though it hurts. Beautifully done. All right, and uh, well, I got Momo ready, so we're going to continue our India uh, tour, (laughs) and uh, here we go. Farewell and last goodbye, written and read by Roy KPMW. The water fell over the falls so quiet, among evergreens and natural light. Standing frozen in the green solitude, this farewell saying the last goodbye. Our lady in red added her presence forever in the woods among Kenrad deer, munching berries and teasing children, remembering stories of these days for when her hair changed to white. Each black night inside the forest, saying Kashmir for glowed like a sun, when you were deep sea lost among bushes, the plants and wildlife holds the clues. In the morning darkness, birds were silent, a black giant bear felt great terror, seeing eyes of blue, a skin of black. The meat of inspiring unknown fear. Fairy sun had risen and sat in the waist. The forest prized more than a ring of gold. Now burn the hands and walk to the trails. Take to the golden water in our farewell. She kept his sweet words as old love letters tied up in ribbons. In back of our mind. End poem. 
Wow. Yeah, this is this is quite amazing. I, I love the feel of the the woods. Um, I was down in when I lived in North Carolina, and one thing that you had to be careful about is as soon as that sun set, you couldn't see anything. You couldn't even see the trees in front of you. That's how dark the forest would get in North Carolina. When I, when I read this pitch black night inside deep forest, I feel that. I understand that. I completely, completely know what that feeling's like. And it is, sometimes it is terrible, terrifying. Um, but ultimately, I, I just kept, uh, I, I just loved what she put throughout this piece. It just it was absolutely wonderful. And then the way she ended, she kept his sweet words as old love letters tied up in ribbons and black back in the back of her mind. Sometimes there's things we just can't let go of and can't forget. And, uh, I think, um, that is what is amazing about this. And mm-hmm. I also want to give uh, some credit to J E G on this one. Uh, he added, he helped her out with this. He had about 20% of the poem. She said, there you go. I like that. Uh-huh. Awesome job. Um, let me get a, a comment from uh, Dave on this one. Well, I'm sorry, Jay. I, I had a, a deal with a dog outside, so um, I, I missed this whole poem. I'm, I apologize for that. All right. And um, Okay, Randall, what do you think? Um, I like the movement of this piece and the imagery. Um, it had a, a a bit of an old school flavor to it, almost like a Renaissance feel, quite a bit more modern. And um, I like the way it moved. Uh, and I love the closing couplet there. We kept his sweet words, his old love letters, tied up in the ribbon in the back of her mind. But she kept it. I, I like that closing a lot. I thought this was piece was very well written. Well done. And Selwa, what would you think? Oh, Momo is in one of the prodigies. I say it in English, prodigies, uh, poets for her age is incredible. I, I think I'm moving to India to learn English. <laughs> Everyone writes beautifully there. Uh, I'm, I'm just like uh, I really like I really think they write beautifully. Farouk and Cheskrin and her. And, I mean, she, she's just incredible. The the writing is outstanding. I remind me in the beginning of the red when I read the word uh, woman lady in red. Remind me of Rob Red Hood. Um, what is it called? The story Chaperon Rouge in French. I can't remember the English word. It is the Red Riding Hood, right? But in a, for some reason, Little it's, Red Riding yeah, Hood. But yeah, but it's, it's it's not, of course. It's like more like um, a fairy tale in uh, in the woods. I love fairies. It's a love story that lives in the woods. And I think she chose the deep forest because she says it's black uh, to show how um, life can like a black giant. There, such the great terrors. I, I, I agree with you, um, 
when they take us back to the old time because it's in the woods. But love always existed. That's what I'm trying to say. Wherever it was, in the past or in the present. And here she kept his sweet words because they didn't write then. <laughs> it just made me think like this didn't write then. So she kept her sweet words as old love letters. It's just beautiful, tied up in ribbons and black of back of her mind. And memories never go, they always stay. So she did such a beautiful uh, story. She's such a great storyteller and great writer. I really enjoyed it very much. Awesome, awesome comment. Uh, Linda, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was, was very pretty. Um, I saw, like, walking through the backwoods of our minds to memories that light our way through emotions that may be dark. Um, she she had a great form in this poem and just lovely uh, wordage in the, in the verses. Um, I was very impressed by the imagery of it. It was, like, really, really deep. And 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 metaphorically, it was quite sound. Now, what I don't get is I, I read some of the comments. Um, some people need to like stick to their own poetry and and leave other people's alone, especially the ones that think they're the 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 genius poetry writers. Because I didn't see she did anything wrong in this poem. Um, I. Myself, I thought the ending was quite cool. So, Roy, um, keep it up. You did a very inspiring job on this. Um, thank you for sharing it. You go, Linda. Can I say? Can I say kudos, yeah. Linda? Bravo, Linda. I love you for that. Yeah, I agree, Linda. <laughs> I agree, Linda. You amaze me. You have nothing else to say. Keep going. And boo. Right you on. You the last day on this poem. I agree with Linda. You've got nothing nice to say. Keep scrolling, you know, rude people. Right. Um, no shit. No shit. No. Especially when they got to mention their poetry is, see my poetry if you want to get it right. Oh, that, that yeah, blew right. me away. That is something else. I would. You got some balls to even go there in the first place. I didn't know you were the Lord. Come on. That's ridiculous. You know, that's yeah. bullshit. We didn't get started on that. But, um, yeah, that's something else. Uh, I need a minute, Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no problem. All right, what we're going to do next is we're going to play a little bit of jazz and get his. We're going to continue our tour of India here with uh, my good brother out there. And uh, this is called the, the Piercing Sensation. And sit back, relax, and listen to Jazz Scar. As under, on the thieves, on the moon at night, I proceed. I'll fuck the woman, letting me head down, dashes, put in the bleed. Again, starting skies, rising in the ticking window, causing standing condition at the end of life. The same as I do, putting big chip wings. Bruises bearing on sound of my husband's intestine pits. Like he from Holland Jail. My child means fine. Feeling a very waterfall on a go. I was emerged in the intoxicating voice. Bodily leaves dancing, bowing on a lake, tangently tearing the field. Putting a visit to the sister. In the anti-care, when we just rocking, 
I like going for a child. And other things is about telling me that I do this. My life teaches on this. We are what it is. Broken on things. It's a real city. We need to be happy. Thank you. Oh, wow. Like, it, this, Jask is another person who has this great ability to put in hope at the end of the poems. There were some harsh, harsh things going on here. I, I, and I, I know Sal was going to want to comment on this here in a second. But, and I won't, I won't steal your thunder here, Salwa. But I, I see some amazing, amazing um, um, truths put up in front of people. And whether they want to see them or not, it, it, it's an important thing. Uh, I, I love how he went there. I love how he went there, and I love the way that the, that this whole thing goes. The same as I do fluttering with clipped wings, bruises burning on assault of my husband's insistent, incessant fists. Wow. Wow. What a power, power pack piece. Uh, and such an incredible right like usual, but at the end you always put in a little bit of uh, put in a little bit of um, hope, and that's the important part. Salwa, would you like to comment on this? She might be stepped away, so oh, I no, will I'm have. Here. I'm, uh, here. I'm here. I'm so sorry. Oh. I had in my. For some reason, muted myself. I didn't realize that. Um, my apologies. Um, I agree with you. You see, he always puts all his emotions in writing. That's uh, just powerful. It really captivates you. And then move on. I always end with a very hopeful ending. So it amazes me how he does this because he he went through a lot of madness himself. Um, and he tells us stories always. He brings stuff from memories. Uh, again and again, this is really piercing, as he said. This the piercing sensation, definitely piercing. Um, my child beaming, smile, seizing a steady waterfall from the love. Uh, I was submerged in the holy water, dancing. Jesus. Uh, there, what is what? There's a, there is an echo, really bad echo. Is it me? No, it's not me. No, go uh, go ahead. No. Yeah, and their memories are still rocking. I write poems, stars, and I'll sing lullaby, crediting my child to sleep, my life, Jesus. Embrace this amazing rebel. Feel, feel free to be happy. I love, like, this is this. We are what we choose, broken from the chains, rid of the toxicity, and feel free to be happy. And for everyone has a story. Everyone is impacted in a way or another by toxic people or bad memories in their life and it's a choice to either let it drag you or just break out of it and what, that's what he's doing that's why I admire him for that amazing right awesome. and Lin- Linda what do you think well first of all him reading this puts such a lovely uh, um, I want to say appetite on it um, but I think I'm using the wrong word. It just puts a real flavor into the poem. But wonderful. And what a beautifully written poem with love and hope. Um, I, love, I love this last, well, second to last verse, both 
in this empty chair. Memories are still rocking. I write poems for the stars and out of sync lullaby, cradling my child to sleep, my life's sweetest embrace. Where what we where what we choose, broken from the change, rid of the toxicity, feel free to be happy. What lovely words have ever been written. Those this is just a, a, a marvelous little poem that the the imagery was, was lovely. And I, I just think he did a really great job on both writing and reading the poem. Thank you, Jack. Bye-bye. And Boo, Boo what do you think? Bye, thank you. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm like, bye, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, just go through, like, the whole stages of everything. She's going through the streets, and then she wants to be free, let her hair down. But she can't. Because her, incest, her husband's incessant fist. So a lot of women deal with this, the abuse, and they just go along with their lives, and they just cover it up, and they just live their lives like it's nothing. And in other cultures, it's even harder to break free from this. Um, then his voice is too scared of him, and I like that the end, she's just happy with her child. Like she made it through. She kept going through because she has to. That shows far more bravery than any puss who hits his wife in a million years ever could. And... Um, she still goes about and does what she's going to do, lives her life, raises her child, and comes out stronger on the other end. And I think that's amazing in itself. And anyone of the jackasses underneath don't have to read the stuff. Just move along. Uh, don't even worry about that. It's a beautiful poem. Randall, what do you think? This is uh, this is exceptional. Um. Thank you. Power you here. I see a duality and second stanza, the potential of one. Um, when it says my husband's insistent fist, like heat from a thousand flares, and I can see that. And then I see something else. Um, if you start from like heat from a thousand flares, my child's beaming smile ceasing a steady waterfall from the globe. There isn't anything brighter, uh, or not too many things on this planet, brighter than a, thou- than a child's beaming smile. Um, so I see that phrasing, the potential of that being taken a couple ways there. I thought this was an excellent piece. Well done. And Dave, you get the last say on it, then we're going to put your piece on the board. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I I thought this was really a brave poem um, from the from a feminine standpoint. Um, you know, it's uh, any 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 woman that has to put up with her with being manhandled by her husband. Uh, my heart goes out to her. You know, I really do. Mm-hmm. And and um, I like the back end of this, uh, the bottom end of this, um, which pulls it back around and says. In this empty chair, memories are still rocking. I write poems for the stars. So do I. <laughs> and out of sync lullaby, trailing my child to sleep, my life's sweetest embrace. She's taking solace in her child, and um, that is, and seeing the beauty in that child, and that's really a wonderful way to put things, I think. And uh, it makes us all feel good when we read something like that. So um, that's what I took away from this poem. I thought it was beautiful. Okay. Oh, great. Dave, 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 let's get you 
let's get you up and, and let's get you uh, reading a little bit. And I, I don't know. I, you know, I really like the James game, too. <laughs> all right, that's about all I can do without copyright infringement. So go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, this is funny because I wrote this for Randall's show, and it was the day after when I wrote it. And so I, I told Boo, I said, hey, I really screwed this up. And she said, well, it's okay. We'll play it Sunday. So anyway, um, this is kind of written in a uh, sort of a cowboy vernacular, sort of, uh, and it's called Put the Women and Children in the House. Put the Women and Children in the House. The Jane Gangs are coming. Joe Walsh, the leader of the gang, his girl left him for some necktie. She's coming. She comes a-running out into the street, dusty and windblown. Oh, Joe, you've come back to me. I just knew you would. Got myself hung up on you, seems to me. You don't want to talk about it. You just turn your pretty head and walk away. Walk away, Funk 49. That was her name, a sporting lady. Her full name was Funkadilly of 49. The cowboys hung that on her. Nobody knew her last name, so they named her 49 for the inches of her big bosom. So that day, Joe left Funk 49 out in the streets of the town, Rocky Mountain Way. Funk started blubbering, and Joe told her, Stop, I think you're trying to take advantage of poor old me. That very day, a giant tumbleweed rolled into Rocky Mountain Way right down Main Street, and it grabbed up Funk and blew on out of town. The townsfolk didn't know what ever become uh, the tumbleweed or Funk 49, for that matter. Some called Joe the Midnight Man. If you listened on a clearer evening, you could hear the James Gang playing up in them there mountains. Sometimes it was loud, and all the folk in town of Rocky Mountain Way was out dancing in the street as the wind howled, carrying notes of Joe's Les Paul and some Marshall amplified James Gang tunes as the wind, as the music swirled around the Purple Sage. <clears throat> the legend of the James Gang still lives on today to those that know how to listen, to those that don't give a fuck about rioting to those that like music and those gracious folks that listen to them with a smile of Mary Jane and good rock and roll tune. Rock on, Joe. You're our midnight man. If you listen, you can hear the James Gang coming out of my windows. End poem. That's the last Rocky Mountain Way. Couldn't get much higher. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love that. I, this, I grew up with the uh, James Gang as well, and I just loved Joe Walsh. I, I loved his me too his uh, his voice. I loved his guitar, uh, his attitude. Everything about him was was absolutely brilliant, and I think you captured it so well. I love how you um, put back uh, put in. Um, all of the song lyrics right there, and uh, you you mixed every everything in there with the James Gang, and this was so clever. Now let's 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 hear the most important person though that needs to comment on this. Randall, what do you think of this one? Dave, this piece tickles me, brother. I thought it did. I saw James Gang in 76 with Walsh mm. and then uh, 
turned around and saw Walsh with the Barnstorm, and then him recorded mm-hmm. a solo album, and then saw him with the Eagles. And uh, so I followed Joe through a lot of his career here. And this one brought back so many memories uh, mm. that just tickled the shit out of me. Um, and you captured <laughs> you captured a lot of it so well to be able to do that, brother. For that, I appreciate it. Fantastic. I oh, wish thank you had been able to get this on the show the other night. Well done, brother. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Brandel. That means a lot. And let me get a comment from... Linda. Linda, what do you think about that? I thought they was rocking the page. I am, too, as well, a a Joe Walsh fan. Um, That was very cool. I loved hearing about the history and the good times, remembering great imagery, and the slang talking was perfect. Um, Yeah, I thought you did a really cute (laughs) job on this, David. Um, Nicely written. Thank you. And Salo, what do you think? This actually won't, makes me want to go and listen to him right now. He's getting <laughs> so done. Um, well, I, I, if you like rock and roll, Salo, you you should listen to them. They're really good. <laughs> yes, I, I love rock and roll. I really do. I don't know if I know them. I'm not sure. I might, but I don't know. I, I don't remember the name. But definitely, I want to check check who they are. And amazingly done. I mean, you can tell <laughs> someone who really enjoys music and rock and roll because the way you said who, do, who don't listen and they want to listen, then I'm not going to say the bad word you used. <laughs> but, yeah, that's fine. But, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. That's hey, Sawa, Sawa, let's just put it this way. Joe Walsh, who was the lead lead. Uh, guitarist and singer for the James Gang. He joined up with the Eagles later oh, in. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep, later on. So that's probably where you've heard him from. Uh, Boo, oh, thank you. Uh, I'd love to get your comment on Dave, and then I have a poem for you to read if you could do that, please. Yeah, I like. I love him too. Um, I mean, he jammed uh, with the, alone with him in, in the Hall of Fame success that he brought to the Eagles. Uh, incredible, uh, ageless, um, rocking. And you, like Linda said, you lit up the page, rock the page, Dave. Um, you're always good with the ones with music. can relate, I think, and you love music. You're a uh, drug, I think, and uh, did an excellent job. <laughs> All right, Thank Boo, you. I have Thank Sheila you, on the board who has been uh, listening all night as well. So if you could read her poem, please. Oh, and she just dropped. Hey, Sawa, can you read Tila, yes. please? Oh, I'll be honored, my Tila. Okay, give me one second, please. I'm, I'm not on mute. I am not on mute. I thought I was on mute. I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> okay. Where's her poem? Oh, here. Okay. Um, what a day turns into by Tila. I wandered lonely as a cloud in a, in a street full of crowded people, couples enjoying each other's company, many people sitting together, laughing, having fun, teasing each other. I saw a park 
with children playing soccer, watching them, and I went and sat nearby bench. At a far distance, I saw a man laughing and enjoying by himself playing cards. was very amused to see him. I went to him and asked him, can I join him? For hours, both of us started playing, and on no hours went by. On my way home, I stopped by my neighborhood's lovely garden, saw this yellow beautiful that fields and tulips enjoying each other's company. I started talking to them, enjoying enjoying with them. My neighbor, Iris, came out laughing, carrying a tray with gems, scones, and tea. Caught with both sets for hours enjoying each other's companies, had the most enjoyable day out. End of poem. Well, this is kind of cool. You know what? It, it, I, I look at this, and uh, because she personified the daffodils and the tulips, it almost makes me wonder if Iris was a real person or if Iris was a flower. Yeah, I'm saying really? that instantly that came up. This, this, this has a clever little twist to it. This is one of her most filled Met, uh, metaphors that I've seen her use, and I, I think she did a wonderful job with it. I wandered lonely as a cloud in a street full of crowded people. Oh my gosh, you know, um, it, that is such a huge, huge deal to so many people, and I think it, it's so, such an amazing way that she she put that, and it, it's so freaking important impressive and i i love it i love it i love the way she did that and uh let me get some comments for her Uh, randall randall what do you think about that well i i really enjoyed this i agree with you uh jay there may be more going on here that meets the eye and it's quite clever if that's so uh however i i noticed the theme tonight um moving through a lot of these that deals with companionship, relationships, friendships, um, and the celebration of them when we have them and the mourning of them when we don't or have had had them and have lost them for whatever reasons or they're obscured right now, whatever. Um, And it's a general commonality that uh, I feel so many are suffering in the world right now that I'm hoping and praying for it to be rectified on a grand scale so we can all get back to just truly being human and enjoying one another. I thought this piece is incredibly well written. Wonderful comments. And uh, Linda, what do you think? Pretty, pretty, pretty. I love the way that she was on the outside in the beginning. She was on the outside uh, looking in at other people's happiness and joy. And then as the poem went through, she began to uh, create her own joy. Um, by the end, um, she was having a glorious day with her neighbors. But what a, what a lovely write this was. I, I really thought it was cool. Um, my Tila, you are just the bomb. Thank you for sharing this. 
And uh, Salwa, you read it. What do you think? Um, what a day turns into. Always a surprise with Keila, and this is a beautiful surprise. I, I agree with you. The minute I read this, I said, wonder, is this Iris a flower? <laughs> I was really someone. I literally was thinking this loud when I was reading it um, in my mind. I love how this is remind me of, I do this often. I don't know if you, anyone do this. Sometimes when I sit outside, like in a terrace or wherever, I just, like you look at people, it's really just like wondering and see, you, you see how... Um, how couple react to each other, people. It just make you smile, see happy people. And uh, I really, this is something I often do. Not like, uh, not uh, eavesdropping or anything, but just from distance even. You could see, you could see how people interact with each other, a child, a smile, a person. I like how she went to sit next to that person and ask him if she can play cards with him. Um, it was just like, uh, and, and they don't see this happening today, who people are, get scared of each other, and that's really nice to do that. Um, and then on her way home, I see the neighbors and just enjoying, enjoying the outdoor, enjoying the moment, because life really flies fast, so enjoy every moment when, if you, when you can. And I think she did a great job uh, using her day, enjoying what others do and what she did too. Especially the flowers. And Dave. Oh man, you know I was just sitting here and I was reading the. I was sitting here reading the, uh, the last couplet. Uh, as soon as this jackass in the background starts talking, I'll I'll go ahead. On my way home, I stopped by my neighbor's lovely garden, saw these yellow, beautiful daffodils and tulips enjoying each other's company. And, and it struck me when I, when I read that, that daffodils and animals, birds and the bees and all the stuff on the planet, they, they all get along. You know, I mean, so sure, some of them are predators and stuff. Some of them eat the other ones and that. But that's normal, you know. We are supposed to be the most intelligent species on the planet, and we can't get along. And I don't know what in the fuck is the matter with that, you know. I don't get it. And um, <laughs> it's it's just bullshit. And, it, you know, it's um, everybody's got differences. That's, that's what tolerance is all about, you know. Uh, you know, uh, we got to forget about all this crap and, and get back uh, to, you know, on the human track again, you know, and, and uh, start uh, getting back to the flower power days, you know, if that means smoking Mary Jane and, and mellowing out a little bit, then so, you know, go do it. But I mean, uh, and, you know, and in the last, uh, the last line down here, I liked her. Well, it's not the last line, but it says my neighbor Iris came out laughing, carrying a tray with jam scones, and teapot, we both sat for hours enjoying each other's companies, had the most enjoyable day out. Well, that's really nice, you know. And um, it's nice that you, when you can enjoy somebody's company, whether it's a iris flower or plant or whatever it is, you know. Kind of makes me wonder which uh, 
which way this uh, poem r- <laughs> runs, you know, but it doesn't matter because it's lovely either way, either way you want to take it. So uh, beautiful. Well done. Absolutely. And I think we got somebody special online. Rome, is that you, brother? Yeah, how you guys doing, man? Hey, long time no see, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm alive, you know. So well, that's what right, that's the important part. We miss you, man. We yeah, miss man. you, man. I miss you guys, man. I apologize for my absence. You know, ups and downs and roller coasters, and it wasn't an adventure park. But I'm all right, and I'm glad to be back. I'm trying to get back into the groove of things. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, step step on into the board, and we'll be reading some poetry, listening, and We'll have you drop one yourself here in a little bit. How about that? All right, cool. Amazing, yeah. Oh. All right. Okay, next up, I'll, I'll read this next poem. This is from Emad the Scribbler. So um, this is called Wisteria. And it goes like this. But a charade of mirrors prisoned a vain harlot who danced on and on nonstop only to devour her artificial beauty that she adorned with plastic flowers and tatters of vesture over naked skin. The paper blue sky above was empty, too empty to express its agony or to shed marbles. The woman with the pyrite eyes She is the woman with the pyrite eyes, bright pyrite eyes that mesmerized fools and lured brown plebeian sons of peasants to her seductive mystique. It was deplorable, vicious violence, so beautiful, something out of wild, fanciful imagination. When a static burst fills the air, the woman with the pyrite eyes, she will fall to the ground. Derailed of life, only the mirrors that she faintly sees to warm her dead heart. When a smidgen of time sailed past, her left eye fell blind, and fringes of her hair covered it. Her other eye with unprecedented agony closed and shed tears like gold for a naive poet to collect and he will see wicked lies coated with the color of truth when we he walks away leaving an all-embracing silent intangible chaos behind at long last in her piteous deathbed, the dark delight of mirrors that caressed her to bittersweet death. She despised them all, but inevitable end was near, and it was nearing and nearing and nearing. Oh, silence and symphony implores, give life to the old heart of this machine, but nothing today shall avail. Take of centuries and nations. Destiny did forebode the coming of a 
poisoned youth, abstinent and hideous to the core. And the world will build pillars for the sick and ill-minded, the slaves and occult society shall provide reasons that smell like intellectual sophistication. And many a people will take the road leading to the wayward spring when there remained mere seconds of breath in the decrepit lungs of this wasteful body. In incredible despair, she prayed, Bring me the sky. Bring me the sky. Bring me the sky. End poem. <laughs> I, 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 I love this. <laughs> I love it. I loved reading it. I, I loved everything about it. it. It went all over the place. I love the imagery that he painted within there and the feelings behind everything. I could feel every, I could feel the whole, whole thing. I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. There's not much I can see until I sit back and read it again. But in this, it was quite, quite brilliant. That's all I have to say right now. Let me see. I believe let me see. Yes, this was a front page pick. So congratulations on the front page pick. Amazing poem. Um, Rome, what did you think about this? I didn't. I didn't get the link to which what it was. So that's what I was trying to figure out. I over, loved it. Get back over to Lakota Nostra, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in the wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, no problem. Well, I'll get you another That's comment where you can where you can get the link first. Okay. Uh, Linda, what do you think about this? It was like out there. Um, great writing, uh, great storytelling, and a dark and foreboding voice. The imagery was excellent and drove the story to a clever climax. Uh, great writing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he deserves front page pick for this, and so uh, congratulations on that, uh, Imad. Um, I, I, I'm I'm happy for you with this poem. Uh, great job. And uh, Dave, what do you think? Oh, this was really amazing. Um, he, you know, he. Like you said, I'm going to have to read this over again. Uh, it's really uh, dense. Uh, I mean, I don't mean that in in a, a negative connotation. I mean it's 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 a high density poem. It has a lot in it, and within each line, uh, I, I especially like the uh, descriptions here. Um, the woman with the pyrite eyes. She is a woman with the pyrite eyes, bright pyrite eyes that mesmerize fools. And lured down plebeian sons of peasants to seduce to her seductive mystique. Uh, You know, every one of these uh, stanzas in here uh, and single lines and couplets uh, are all uh, all carry a lot of uh, really uh, good interesting uh imagination and and uh 
oh gosh, uh, it's picturesque, it's descriptive, uh, very colorful stuff. Um, this guy, this guy's a real good poet, and uh, I liked it, but I'm gonna have to read it over again. <laughs> no problem. And he's he's another one of the young. He's 18 years old as well. So that just absolutely mm-hmm. blows me away. Uh, Sawa, what do you think of this young gentleman's poem? It's, it's incredible, a really great writer. It reminds me of a story, I don't know if you heard about her, but especially the, the stanza that actually David chose, particularly this one, remind me of uh, uh, the ancient time, like in the ancient time they had a lot of courtesan, courtesan, how do you say courtesan in English? Mm-hmm. Courtesan, right? Courtesan, courtesan. I'm sorry, I can remember the word in English. Courtesan in, uh, in Phoenician in Italy. And remind me of this how seductive, and they end end up like you know dying alone, or and ask the sky to for forgiveness. I feel like that's this kind of same similar story here. This woman who seductively seduced man, and with her beauty, dangerous beauty almost, and they end naive boy to collect um, incredible despair. She prayed, bring me the sky, bring me the sky. When the main second breath and trapped lungs with his was sort of wasteful body. That's really reminding me of the story. Victoria, her name is Victoria Franco. It's, she was a poet, I believe it or not. She was a poetess of that period. Mm-hmm. But she ended up, uh, it's a long story. Just uh, remind me of her story. Um, mm-hmm. And beautifully written, amazingly written. And Rome, you, you got the link now. What do you yes, think, brother? I got it. I, first of all, I love the imagery. Amazing. I love um, I love the wordplay. I love this play. I love using. I love the wordplay of flowers, with the colors and everything, and also with the sky, with the colors playing on the colors and wisteria. When you think of that it's a flower, but it's also you know the correlation of wisteria, of what it seemed like, and and this content he was putting out, and the imagery with the with the woman. So I just love that, and this is set up with the first stanza about plastic flowers. So it's almost never-ending, even though you go into the shedding and everything. So I, I, I love the description of putting the woman as the flower, and, and but having it so causing him hysteria. Uh, and the play on the words, like, it, it was deplorable, vicious, violence. Uh, I, knowing how it's going or feeling like I know how it's going, I hear play on the color, I think violence, but when they emphasize violet, you know? So I loved everything about this piece right here. It's like hard to pick because everything is so masterful with the wording of it. It's like, oh man, I like this. And I'm like, I like that. <laughs> it's greatly written. It's amazingly written and the imagery just so on point because the imagery is based purely like emotion and that's one thing that that's hard to get someone to see so great piece hey boss you're off you're off of hold you can say hello to him oh hi Rome. welcome back hey, Rome. i missed you yeah i missed hey, you i'm sorry i've been away i'm in hiatus that's all right you're back hey. now welcome i'm back. glad to be back thank you I appreciate Welcome. it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you All right. Next up, we're going to put a little Rob Cohen out there so everybody 
Here's a little rub. Life is beautiful. I would fall from heights, shaking Lucifer terrified, for lunar starry skies to linger in a jasher night by your side. Floating on Chopin stroke to ivory nocturnes, swimming in deep ruby pools of Pinot Noir dancing on your flowering lips, sweet with vanilla cigarette smoke. Life is beautiful. Phosphorus waves of purple patches carry me from seas of stormy eyes onto shores sanctuary with blue skies harbored in your sheltering arms. Brighter than painted pages singing lullabies in a city of angels, blinded busy by the light shining through the iris of your eyes. Life is beautiful. Punctured bicycle on the hillside, spread by skyscraper flames, burning my humble log cabin existence, had its unfalls to ash on the ground. Chopped mountaintop forests crumbling down to street corners, begging for coins or breadcrumbs, and bleeding on pavements in darkness. Life is dreadful. Burst dam walls of crippling cancer flow from drowning depths of hell, crashing high waters washing away life's short circuit uncertainty. Breathing Dante at your bedside grave, flowers lie dead on tombstones spread in autumn cemetery as you lay where I may never go. Life is dreadful. What an amazing poem. And pretty much what I get out of this, if you blink, it'll be gone before you know it. Be careful what you what what you have. Make sure that you have it close to you and don't let it go. I think that this is a, quite a powerful message, a powerful piece, and he did an amazing job bringing that together. Um, Linda, what did you think about this? Well, I thought it was a very expressive piece with dual emotions, lives, uh, great imagery um, filled with this lovely texture. It gave off um, a poem that you could actually take a bite out of. It was full of meat. And I really liked it. Um, I liked the duality of it. But um, mm. he did a really good job. Great job, Rob. Wonderful comment. Sella. I see it a little bit different. I see there's two sides of life. I mean, life is beautiful, but there's also the dark side of it where some people struggle. And um, I think... That's what I see there. Yes, life can be beautiful. Um, floating on Chopin's stroke. This imagery incredible. <laughs> Dancing on flowering. Berlin Lessigard's smoke. Um, incredible imagery as another great uh, writer. Um, but then all these beautiful things, the city of angels. But yes, life can be beautiful. But if you go to life is dreadful, there's the walls of crippling cancer. There's other side of hell, crossing high water, washing away, reading Dante of your bedside grave, flowers dead on Thompson. So this is the other side of life. That there's and maybe even there's no escape of it because you can't escape that. Some people see see that as dreadful. Some people see it as a beautiful. So it depends how you read it. But I think uh, I like this duality 
he brought it really beautifully. Maybe that's the personal side, um, like how he sees life, or maybe put it general for all of us to think about how life is. I really enjoyed it. Amazing. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is what Soul put on on the uh, board. Wisteria symbolizes long life and immortality. In the Japanese kabuki theater, the symbolism for the wisteria is love, sensuality, support, sensitivity, bliss, and tenderness. Wow, that is that is amazing. Uh, Rome, what, what do you, what do you think? Oh man, I can help but think Leonard Cohen too. So you know, but um, the delivery, I, lo- I love it. Amazing, and yes, the, the duality of it. I love how the first half of Sanders mirror image the opposite of the second half of the Sanders, like, and they, they're connected, you know, like in the first stanza is sweet with vanilla smoke down to where he's talking about crippling cancer, like, then it's in the phosphorus of ways down to talking about um, the damn walls and drowning deaths, crashing high mm-hmm. waters. I love that, and and I, <laughs> what I really love most, or what I feel, in my opinion, so that's how I'm taking it, is that he means life is beautiful, but I'm taking his meaning of life is beautiful is really at the ending, and my feeling of how it's ending while life is dreadful is uh, the dreadful for him is more beautiful than what beautiful is to someone taking that first part more beautiful than what, you know, it's the appreciation of both sides in the duality. And that's why, for me, it's like how I'm looking at it, life is dreadful. It's really saying life is beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I, I love the piece and I love the delivery of it and I just definitely like that mirror image flip and, and keeping it connected with like every stanza matches on the second half as a response to the other side of it. So great. What a great comment. And Boo, you get a last say on this. Boo. I agree with everything. Oh, yeah. I agree with everybody. That stanza floating on his hand, those ivory knots for me, ruby red, over there on wash. That's just coming. I agree too with the ups and downs of love, life, and what you said, Jay. Don't take anything for granted. Uh, here, enjoy it. And we always read it, and we don't get that second chance again. Beautifully done. All right. Let's see what I got going on here. Um, Linda, can I have you read the next poem for us? You sure can. All right, I have a poem out there from Garden Delight. Ah, wonderful. This is called Chasing Loneliness by Garden Delights. If only my fingers touch your face, travel down your neck, your shoulders. Back, I embrace you, running my palms up and down the ladder of your spine, because you like that so much. As our lips waltz, our bodies meld, speaking their own private language, if only. My eyes flutter open, a heart that overflowed with warm caramel now empties. Arms drop, abandon all warmth, flickers away, clean. I imagine it all. A flock of birds outside my window 
takes off noisily. My hopes go with them. I collapse, emptied, lonely once more. In poem. Oh wow, wow! I really like the um, the direction this all took. It, it, it's painful, yet at the same time, it says so much. There, it has such a has such a longing feel to it. Um, the way that uh, she brings it out as kind of like something that, you know, you're longing for, is it there, is it there, and it just flies away. And then all you're left with, once again, is loneliness. I think that the picture she, she paints here is just absolutely perfect, and it's sad, but it's truthful and relatable. Uh, Salwa, what do you think about this one? Oh, I agree with you. It's really she. She writes a lot about uh, her emotions. And, I mean, I'm, she's new for me, but I like her writing. She puts a lot of emotion, and there is this chasing loneliness. If only, if only. There's almost like ling. What do you say? This nostalgic or yearning for this that that this would happen. Um, all of this beautiful dream that she wished for. But her eyes flutter open, a heart that overflowed with warm caramel now empties. Or, or, and I imagine it all. It's like remembering this, this has happened. And when you are guessing so much in love like this, even though it's gone, these memories, um, even the loneliness, just uh, still there. Flock of birds outside my window takes off noisily. My hopes go with them. I collapsed empty, lonely once more. That's so sad. A really sad ending. I, I, I know I read it wrong. I mean, it, uh, there's no hope. It just flies with the birds. Uh, incredibly beautiful, but incredibly sad at the same time. Excellent comment. Uh, Linda, you read it. What do you think? Well, I thought it was uh, delightfully well written. Um, it had a lot of emotion and heartfelt activity. Um, very sensual and loving in the beginning to a broken heart in the end. It was a great journey. Um, I think she did a fabulous job writing it and grabbing at our heartstrings. Um, it sure took mine away. Uh, so good job, Garden. Uh, very well written. Wonderful. And Rome, I'm going to let you make the last comment, and I'm going to have you drop uh, your poem on the on the board. And Linda and Selva, if you've never heard Rome before, I need you to fasten your seatbelts and get ready to hang on. <laughs> right on. Well, it was great, man. I loved it. You pointed out a great point. I think the picture prompt of it made everything come together even more gracefully because it was just I didn't, as it may seem after the fact, I did not see it coming because with the title, I'm like, in the first one, two stages, I'm like, wait, this doesn't seem lonely at all. <laughs> and then it's like, boom, all right, I was imagining. And I'm like, all right, nice. I like it. It, it took me for the character. I wasn't predicting it. I was more confused at first. I'm like, wait, this isn't, she doesn't, she's not, she's with someone. Who is this person? I don't want to know. What's, talk, what's she talking about? Uh, <laughs> and um, But the picture even more with the end stanza, uh, the irony of it. Of the flock of birds, uh, with the title being Chasing Loneliness, and waking up from a dream and imagination 
of someone while ex- as as a notion to express your loneliness i just i love the whole irony of it it's like it's for me it wasn't sad it was more uh beautiful it was it was beautiful it was the the, the yearning and wanting of something more but not being sad because not, I don't know many people that are sad in their loneliness that are chasing it. There's no, no motivation in that, you know, as opposed to just wanting and wanting something real. So I just, I just, the picture definitely made it even come together uh, even more soundly for me. I found it so ironic and wonderfully human. So it was an amazing piece. Excellent. All right, Rome, if you can go ahead and grab us something for you and put it onto the board, we are ready for you. Uh-huh. Great. And awesome. uh, I'll, give, I'll give you a little time and uh, mention to everybody, uh, check out uh, Our House Wednesday at noon Eastern. And uh, Boo and Rob have a show on Friday at 9 o'clock Eastern. So I uh, want to invite everybody to uh, to those shows. Not to miss it, um, Boo and uh, Rob are doing Culture Night, and uh, they're asking you to bring some pieces on, uh, I think, arts or other manu- um They go, number one, the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement, or two, the ideas, customs, and social behaviors of a particular people or society. So it's going to be a pretty wild night. All right, Rome, you're up. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, This piece is called uh, Boomerang Hangar. Boomerang is questions I reflect on during moments when I'm merely expressing things I'm stressing. Goes the questions, goes the question, why ask, why'd you ask? The turnaround always hits different, especially if there's a difference. Existence always has been an exit. To escape the current case of condition. Ain't no getting used to what I ain't used to. Never found it instincts interesting. Stop here. I'd rather the tougher roots without the conditioning. This is strength. I know the strands. I'm holding hands with the only balance. I know my manners can soul the manner. Heart is my home, the standard. Take your shoes off before you take a step. Bare feet before you. Months later we realize it's how they try to sleep. I comb through the sweeter trials. Ain't nothing sweet about the death that murders courting. Swimming on the treads, it was trending. What was certain ain't nothing counting but the threads used to close the curtains. Story over morning tables and mother's porches. We get the picture. Life goes on for the run, minus some. Minus sons for the wellest pennies compared to what flows plenty. I stayed afloat. Of course, I'm sure more. Since it's a saying, ain't nothing to cram about. Let's air it out, pour a bubble up. Ain't no sense trying to hold tight to what's not enough. Nothing correlates. Why you ain't letting go? How it ain't not enough? I died once and I was wide awake. I remember the breath. I'm trying to get it back. I'm steady chasing my death. Imagine the stress when I catch up. My breath will be the last thing that I'm after until it's too late. Who waits for the moon to rise? I do. And life's a bitch. This much is true. Opinions is something we come accustomed to. Hang on the word of one or should we hang on the words of many? Vows only gave to one. Death only past or future. We've seen the same of errors repeat. These errors only later proof the product. Present to my knowledge, part of my etiquette. But still I remain, wasn't this predicted. Predator traits make up my mold normally. I cultivate it beyond the scope. It's out of focus, what can you say? That holds more than clay's gonna hold. That ain't gonna break the whole scheme. I blow up things out of proportion. This ain't the question. 
don't take it to step in the literal sense to get the trip in metaphorically. Our mind's bugged and everything's feeling. I got to get this off me. Before I implode, consoling souls, I'm done with the game. Eating my whole consuming, this just seems like treason, tricking my soul. This ain't the season, who picked it? Who co-signed the open? Who don't get it? Oh, sorry about that. I'm tired, remind the victims, stop letting them punch a ticket. Sick of the hoes, I'm digging. I'm off pitch with the songs I'm singing. Ain't no split in this hole, this fork is in it. Therefore, the ending got as many holes as the sides in it. What's the difference when you can get lost in it? Thick is the, what they giving back. Lack the drive and they dodge the fact. Shit ain't adding up. And can't no pair amount to the Plymouth rock where they found us at. Solid facts, has stories just like the Lost Raiders. Ain't no cracks larger than Las Vegas, no matter. So the reach is far, but it's close enough. Still we know that there ain't no chance in this closing up. Why push the purpose, it's dry enough. And the burns are hurting, what's worth getting back? Well, you ain't gave no worth. Sorry you're about the stigma, but stigmata. I caught a glimpse of this after. Listen to this. Spin it back if you ain't get it. You'll be hearing this shit backwards. Don't say I ain't said it. Follow every letter, maybe never. You get the point, eh? You don't know after every sentence follows. How can one determine the only lesson that's not? Don't ever. More than you can never. Say never. When you can't see the end, and ain't nothing's left but here. Right back to the same question. Boomerang. Hang up. MP. Dang. That freaking rock, brother. I like that. I miss you, you, man. I miss you. Jeez, yeah, you you bring it. And all I see in this is bottom line is we have struggles in our lives. We have things that fight against us. Are we going to lay down and let them take over? Are we going to stand up and and do our best to try to fight back? Are we going to just let everything roll over us? Or are we gonna are we gonna move forward and roll over everything that's in our way? I like this piece a lot. Um, <laughs> you did you did Thank so you, awesome, man. Huh? I'm sorry for my hey, slip ups too. Like I, oh, you're, to you're good, you're good. Take it <laughs> off the rust, brother. Take it off the rust. What do you think, Linda? <laughs> wow, uh, that was a mouthful. Um, I, I I think it was pretty awesome. It, it, it was definitely something I want to read again um, because I lost a bit of it. You you kind of spoke a little fast in some areas, and I was not catching on. But all in all, what an intense ride to show um, our strengths and our weaknesses, and, and um, just the the cadence of this was awesome. Um, I, w- I would really like to read it again, though, to give you a much better uh, a comment. But, dude, you like you ran over the lines in this. Um, yeah, yeah. Some I'm of sorry, your, I your, apologize. Some, no, no, don't apologize. You were wonderful. Um, it, it's just me. I don't hear as quick as people read. <laughs> but, um, hey, I was so nervous getting in the groove, you know. Right, right. But you have some just stellar information in this poem that it's something that, that I'd like to, to reread to, to grasp grasp on to you know, your, your 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 little the little intricate parts of it that we don't catch in a first read. Um but dude, that was fantastic. Keep writing. Thank you very much. And keep calling and keep reading, that's all I gotta say. Sawa, what do you think? I really like it um, very much. 
it has um, you have a unique style first of all, and I like how it kind of circles you title and back to the first sentence. If you say the last stanza, you didn't know after every sentence follows. How can one determine the only lesson? If it's not, don't ever more than you can ever say never when you can see the ending and nothing left but here, right back on the same question. You take us mm-hmm. back, if you read in the front and the top, Bormang's Bo questions, I reflect on your moments when I'm merely expressing things I'm stressing. So you take us back to this question that never ends, and it's almost like this is a venting of what's really stressing you. You tell us stories about who you are, you almost died, you couldn't breathe, you catch up, you try to step-by-step sleep. You talk about so many things, about opinions, how people are opinionated. I think that's what I get from this uh, life. Um, until it's too late, who waits for, for me, the moon, to rise? I do. I ask this question, is anyone like you or is it only you who feel this way? And uh, I, I think this is really brilliant. There's more into it, but that's the first uh, read that I get. Thank you. And you said a lot oh, of my... things way better than I do. I love how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my, my pleasure. I put a lot of effort to focus because <laughs> yeah, it's the first time to hear you. And what do you two think, what do you two think of Rome here, huh? Yeah, oh, I think he's wonderful. Him. Can we keep him? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got to stick around. <laughs> we got to put a leash on him this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Salwa, I'm going to have you read the next poem for us. Oh, I would love to. Okay. Um, okay, I got a little, little Joseph Moon. Oh, oh, goodness, I hope I don't destroy it. Joseph, forgive me if I do. Okay, no song for the love learn. Into May breeze went my muse. I hold back tears I can't write. Till the dawn distills her divinest dews. I walk among lilies red and white. It's noon now, butterflies appear in pairs, and loneliness hurts. I sit, heart citron, with bags of dreams and ancient nightmares. Lost in youthful rapture where romance was written. Was a day as this passion stole my sanity, singing birds were darting through the air. Apollo on Cupid's wings promised love to me. I go searching everywhere. Sad as a cage dove in spring. Since love, I have no lyrics to sing. End of poem. Oh, wow. There is his classical feel once again. Oh, my goodness. The- Wonderful, wonderful flow of Joseph Moon. Yeah, he he ha, he does. He he. This is a beautiful sonnet, and the way he painted this was just absolutely brilliant. Uh, to bring in Apollo and Cupid, and uh, I love that. Tis noon now, butterflies appear in pairs. Oh wow, that that just draws a picture of of uh, people coming together. And I think that uh, the way Joseph Moon writes is so classically inspired and so amazing. Um, Let's see. Linda, what do you think of uh, Mr. Moon's Peak? I thought it was a lovely sonnet. Um, Well written. Um, Such yearning and sadness from a duet that dances across the page looking for lost romance in his lost uh, muse, 
Um, I, I think he did a beautiful job. But Joseph, you know, he never fails. His stuff is always so, so chillingly beautiful. And he, he, uh, he didn't uh, disappoint this time. Um, thank you very much, Joseph, for sharing this lovely sonnet. And Rome, what do you think? Oh man, I loved it. I loved uh, free flow. I know it's like with the concept behind it. I, I see the patterns with the, the springs and stuff. But um, I love. It's a great picture too, as well to go with it because you know, even knowing what what the picture represents, it doesn't give you much of where the poem's gonna go. So I love that. And um, what I love is I love you know what I like about the free flowing of this is like when someone like free flows in something and just goes it you tend to get like this back and forth of like you're not sure how they feel it's like if it's happy or it's sad you kind of like someone you're forced to pour out every part of it the good and the bad and you get little pieces of both as it free flows as you're writing and it, I like that of uh, with this piece here and I just like it the growth of language of, I don't know, for me per se, like I, I write things and sometimes I intend to do things or make things sound some way. Some people do it unintentionally, but like the start of Into a May Breeze also reads to me like, like a question, like it's questionable, like it's a doubt as you get into the concept of the piece. It's like it, it's a May, it may happen and it may not happen. But it's also the month of May and spring, just as like Tis New Now is also kind of like reads to me like this is what I know now, and I find out you know so I just I like that and it could be the point sometimes and I could be completely wrong but that's how I read it and it makes me love it more, <laughs> so so it was a great written piece I liked it very much. And we're going to have Sal a comment, and then we're going to get into our last poem from the night, and then I'm going to play a poem as our outro as well. So, Selwa, what did you think reading that? Oh, my goodness. It's, um, uh, it's, it, as the title said, no song for the lover alone. Um, it is beautifully written. How uh, you say the word? I'm sorry. Exactly. I here today. It's taken over. I'm sorry. Tired. Very long day. <laughs> beautifully, beautifully done. But yet, it's full of sadness. So much emotion. You feel it in every. From the beginning, you see something beautiful going to happen. To May breeze went my muse. But then, starting from the second line, I hold back tears. I can write um, instead. And there's some beauty. You see the pairs of butterflies but the loneliness hurt. There's this back and forth between something happy and something sad. Uh, the stay passion told my sanity, singing birds were darting through the air, but then it ends, um, go searching everywhere, sad, sad as a cage dove in spring, since love I have no lyrics to sing. I'll, this duality back and forth bring up this sadness and this loss, almost like yearning for this uh, love really captivating and uh, digging deeply. Excellent. Help me. Help me to see. I'm, I'm stuck with the word. Excellent. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like Ecstasy? really great. No. Ecstasy. No. Ex- ex- 
Exceed. <laughs> I'm going to write it on, on the board. Really great, exceptional. No, no, I'll find. I'll, I'll put it there. I know how to write it, but I don't know how to say it. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, no so... problem. Write it on the board, and I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going crazy. I can't. Uh, I can't say. No, it. you're fine. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. Well, we're gonna have right one last poem, and then we're gonna have a special outro tonight. So, uh, without further ado, I'm gonna say my thanks. I want to thank uh, Salwa, Dave, Boo, uh, Linda, Rack, Sweet Pea, Randall, Romo for calling, Soul, Jazz, Tila, Bud, Lizzie, Momo, Irish out on the board. Everybody else who wrote for us, thank you so much, Booth. We couldn't do this without you. You are awesome. And now for our last poem of the night, it is Lawrence 67 on tour, The Adventures of Nigel, the Fat Cat, and his old homies, Alfie and Princess. So here we go. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Jubo's No Frills thrills tours today we will be touring the world famous la cosa nostra radio station but we will be able to witness the stars of the show in full battle gear stay tuned stay to the right and no autographs please keep your voices down as they are on air and keep it moving along thank you and enjoy nigel hey Alfie, look over there that's JCA. He's a big star and my favorite host. All right, JC, JC, it's me, Nigel. Alfie, I thought Rex was your favorite. Nigel, then neck and neck. Jubo, they can, can't hear you anyways. Those are state-of-the-art soundproof windows. Nigel, JCA likes him some Nigel and Alfie. Princess, <laughs> ew, ew. I don't know how to spell ew. Rhymes with who? Who? Okay, smarty pants. Looky, there. That's Big Bird. Purr. Now I know why they call him Big Bird. Hey, Big, want a little pussy? Alfie. Hey, Nigel, who's that? I can't make out. What's he saying? <laughs> Nigel. That's Wayne. And he's one of the fastest talkers in the world and you have to you have your radio set set to supersonic to catch his verbiage do you know he has the world record for the two fastest poems Alfie oh yeah <laughs> what are they called Nigel and Alfie dang that's fast Nigel yep Alfie hey who's that Felix the cat Garfield Tony the tiger Nigel Alfie Nigel, no, no, that's Razzler Matazzer. He's doing his cat impersonations. They say he, he once impersonated a chili dog. He was hot, and they ate him up. Audience, boo, boo. Alfie, why are they booing? Did they just read a Nigel the Fat Cat Adventure? Nigel, very funny, Alfie. No, they're cheering Main Mama Jama Little Boo. Nigel and Alfie. All right, Boo Boo. End poem. <laughs> Hats off to you, sir, for reading one poem with many parts. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh I love the He does the such an incredible Oh my god, you should you should read it. He's got an entire entire library of uh Alfie Well I would love to hear it like you guys gotta get something where you could read it where you have someone for every part because I would love to hear it free flowing like that. So I had to Oh I understand you. So that's you did. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you yeah did. um that's Brad does this do. all the time too. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Lawrence. You you are the king of this, and we appreciate. It. Linda, give give us a holler out on Lawrence. <laughs> Ridiculicky, I think, my friend. <laughs> I think it was very <laughs> funny. Um, it caught you, JC, right in the act, and uh, and Wayne too. I thought that was funny. Um, very good job, Lawrence. Good job. <laughs> Sawa, what do you think? Um, this one is really funny. <laughs> I I don't necessarily agree with the other ones, but this one I, I think it's hilarious and how he put um, conversation back and forth and um, pointing on you, some particular things about you and some particular things about Wayne, how he reads fast and makes me smile. It is so true. <laughs> how Wayne can read really fast. Um, so there is uh, great humor here. Very enjoyable and nice way to end the, the day. And Rome, you get the last say. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, Tess. I definitely had last. And I definitely enjoyed it. I, I was just like, oh, man, it was so much. I commend, like I said, I, I mostly commend you for the reading of it because I, I wouldn't know how, what to do. And you did a great job, and I loved it. And I and I did have laughs, like natural laughs. And I would just, I want to hear it again, and I would love to hear it with the characters. I would love to hear you guys put it together with him to have everyone read read the, the parts and stuff. That would be awesome to hear. Like, I, that's, I, I'm on the edge of my seat for that. Like, cause I just love the theatrical format of it and the back and forth with the dialogues. And I think it's a great piece. All right. Okay. Hopefully and what we're going that to up. do next is we only have a few minutes left in the studio. So, I'm going to end the show right here. We're going to play a very special outro, and uh, everybody sit back, relax, and I think you will all enjoy this. The Legend of Boo by Raconteur. She's connected to her words, leading emotions onto the page. Compliment her insights She'll tell you she's no sage. She's a mother and a fighter, never afraid to get in your face. When haters be hatin', she never fails to put them in their place. She's comfortable being dysfunctional, never one to be slut-shamed. Yet even when she's innocent, she still manages to get blamed. Despite all the controversy surrounding her, At the end of the day, she's only human. Persistent lies and innuendo guarantee a path to ruin. Even though drama sticks to her like glue, she keeps coming back for more. Content to do what she wants to do, she'll always spread her wings and soar. Legends aren't created. They're special from the moment they're born.
regardless of if she's loved or hated, she's proven she has the strength to weather any storm. And peace. And and with that, we are calling it a night, and we really appreciate everybody. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks, Jason. And uh, good night. Thank good you, night, Jesse. everybody. Thank good you, night, guys. Thanks for having me. All yeah, right, Ron, don't wrong. stay a stranger anymore, brother. <laughs> Definitely, man. Got to get back, back in the groove, but it's nice to have somewhere to come back to. Excellent, excellent. All right, good night, everybody. Good night, JC. Bye, Linda. Good night. Good night, Marcella. Sleep tight. Good night, my Linda. <laughs> <laughs> good night, my loves.